Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Silver and Gold! Coming to the ring from parts unknown at a combined weight of 853 pounds, Pickleloaf and Dr. Zong! Welcome to Sylvan Gold, baby. I am the loaf, and with me, Dr. Sleepy Zone. Howdy. Man, that song's good. I hope it never changes. Wow, wow. Uh, this week on the show... Maybe a saxophone uh, gonna, version of that song would be good. Gee, 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 gee. Uh, we're going to talk about a little Lancaster movie called Run Silent, Run Deep. Lancaster. Ugh, from 1958, and uh, some stuff we've been up to and looking at and such. And Zom, how are you, sir? I'm doing all right. I've just uh, took a little nap, got and uh, woke up just in time for the show. Got so a good you hour. Some, you had a busy day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had. To, I just uh, had an appointment. One got some. Uh, light on my car was burned out, so I got the tires rotated and got the oil Did you get the light fixed, though? Got the light fixed. <laughs> oh, okay. um, What else? It went and came home, slept for about an hour, which I thought I would fall asleep longer than that, but I woke up and I was like, it's only, I've only been asleep. I couldn't even keep my eyes open. And I was like, I've only been asleep for a fucking hour, and I woke up. Why did I wake up? And then after I laid there for probably a minute, I realized why I woke up. I had to pee so bad that I couldn't, almost didn't make it the fucking. I was like, oh, now I know. There it is. Had a giant, had to take a giant piss. So yeah, then, I... while I was up, I went and did some things, which was <laughs> a waste of time. Yeah, life's a waste of time. It's getting there. Yeah, I have nothing, nothing, nothing of of interest of the last over the last two weeks. Wow. It's, yeah, I'm uh, I'm back to my. I get up at the same time every day. I go and do the same thing. I come home at the same time every day. Yeah. And I go to bed, and then I wake up at like three in the morning, waiting for death. <laughs> yeah. All right, hey, we're the we're still the uh, the most enthusiastic <laughs> podcast just, on the. It's just all pointless, <laughs> dust in the wind. <laughs> we deserve. Uh, they did have cake at work today. Oh, what kind of cake? I don't know. I missed it. I yeah, I was eating lunch when they. <laughs> I was eating lunch when they served it, and then by the time I felt like cake, it was all gone. I started. I started um, like not eating any meat 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've been eating like vegetables and not like walnuts. Um, Those are good. Um, sunflower seeds, pumpkin seeds, these Italian spicy pumpkin seeds, which are really good. Where do but, you get those? Huh? Where do you get those? Never store. heard that. Don't have that. Come to store. The store. <laughs> <laughs> I got them at Walmart. The at Walmart. Junk. Okay. I'll have to keep I'm an eye out. Walmart's got like, they're, un- they're universal. They got stuff that? everywhere. It's in the produce section. And um, let's see, what else did I... I got um, some almonds, just regular almonds with nothing on them. But, see, and I I still... I'm doing the loaf. I'm still eating some cheese. So I'm not... Oh, my God, cheese is so good. Yeah, not completely (laughs) vegan. Uh, But the one thing is, oh, my God, I shit so much. (laughs) I have so much fiber going through me. That it's, it's catching all that poops have been sitting there for like five it's years. It's like five times a day or something, which feels <laughs> good. I mean, it's better than just being all bound up. But so that's <laughs> I've been doing that. And again, as you know, it's not like uh, I'm getting skinny doing that. I, I'm either a cross between a fat squirrel and a fat cow. I I'm down to like four total pairs of pants including jeans that don't hurt to wear (laughs) join the club sir (laughs) i feel the same way (laughs) so instead of losing weight i'm just gonna go buy some new jeans buy those stretchy ones the ones that are just stretchy all over yeah They're, they're good they're like they seem like nice like designer skinny jeans but in fact, they're just like tight all over with stretchy material. Because well, you're yeah, when badass. you put them on at first, you'll think, "Oh my god, these 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 suck because they're <laughs> they feel they feel like um, skinny jeans." But then after you wear them a while, they stretch out. That's what my friend said. He goes, "After you wear them, he goes, make sure you got a belt on because once they stretch out, they're nice and comfortable." <laughs> and he goes, they, you, "You probably won't even you can't even hardly keep them up unless you're wearing a belt." Yeah, so, I've got the. If I if I don't put on like Zubaz or shorts when I get home, my usual like pant wearing technique is to, and if, I, I think about five pairs of pants I own have button flies, mm. and I don't really. I mean, honestly, like if I had the choice, I would choose zipper. The only reason that I have button flies, there's a store called H and M, that has stuff other than jeans, mm-hmm. and. Uh, but their their pants are super cheap, so I've bought over the years like twenty dollars pairs of pants, mm-hmm. and they last forever. And uh, but they all have button flies. But anyway, they last the, forever the, as long as you can wear them. As long as I'm not a fat fuck, which yeah. I'm getting there. But so the top button becomes undone. So right now it's like second button down, and then the belt. I have to wear a belt because when you get a gut, and 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 when you get older your butt goes away so like my nah. pants start to like, kind of like creep down my butt because my belly's pushing them down there you go. and uh and so the belt has to stay on but i, I put it to the very last hole yeah 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 i'm there <laughs> yeah I'm there. I, you're becoming a plumber oh, that's great wait a minute <laughs> oh gotta gotta have my cheese yeah, and my pizza know. i don't understand how uh God damn, I'm not even eating that much cheese, but it's just like, you know, eh, once you reach a certain age, you just, you just, it doesn't matter. Unless you, 
come home and eat like one fork of food and then stop. And then when you wake up, <laughs> eat one fork of food and stop. And then, you know, do that three times a day, but only once, like only get a big spoon and only eat one big spoonful of food for every meal. You're, you just, I mean, what the fuck? And then my, <laughs> when you were talking, when you said you're, um, your ritual or whatever, when I get home, my ritual, because of course I live by myself, as soon as I hit the door, I let the dogs out, give them a little treat and let them out. And now that the weather's nice, it's great because it's not fucking freezing. They can just be out there. Oh my God, it was 87 here today. It's already miserable. As soon as I hit the door, (laughs) I know I'm going to eat uh, something. I fucking take all my clothes off down to my underwear because I don't want to get food on my clothes. And then I don't put clothes on again, usually, until it's time to go to work, uh, you know, that night. So, and I love it. I hate when I come home. Like this morning, I came home, and I had that fucking appointment to, to, to take my car there to get the stuff done at 8 o'clock. That gave me just enough time to come home, let the dogs out put two pieces of fucking toast in the toaster, slap an avocado fucking veggie burger on the goddamn bun after I warmed it up and, and eat it. I didn't eat it as fast as I could, but I couldn't even enjoy it. And then get in the car and go. So I had to leave my clothes on. Actually, I took my shirt off just because so I didn't want to get food on Shirtless to it. the garage. And then, yeah, I went shirtless to the garage and sat there in the waiting room. And then, uh, but it's just like, I, when something fucks your routine up, it's like, I just, I, all I want to do is come home, take all my clothes off down to my underwear, eat and watch YouTube. <laughs> and then when I get done eating, go to sleep. Uh, I'll usually wake up about one. And then I'm up for a couple hours again, just watching YouTube. And then I'm like, man, I got to go back to sleep because I have to work and then go back to sleep and try and cut it down to where I at least have to have an hour before I have to get in the shower to actually wake up and get motivated. <laughs> well, which is just usually just waking up. I just, yeah. And I don't, I've, I've skipped the waking up part. I, uh, I, I shower at night so that I can like, Basically, I can I can comfortably be out the door in thirty minutes. See, the only minutes. thing that it, if I don't get in that fucking shower, I I can't do it. I it's not even as much a cleanliness thing as it is. I could be sitting there going, man, I'll just call out. I don't even fucking want to go. <laughs> uh, I don't want to go. Well, I say that, I say that regardless. As soon as I get in that shower and that fucking water hits me, I'm like, okay, fucking now I'm I'm alive. So, you know, it's just, it's just pitiful. It's just a sickening waste of fucking life. So, so, so I posted on the Facebook group today, got a little uh, discussion going about my, the, the pending fate of my age, rapidly aging DVD collection. Yeah, I saw that. Um, you may, long time fans of the show, all two of you may remember years ago when I purged Every case, every well, almost every DVD case I own, I'm down to one paper box uh, that has cases in it still of DVDs that I want to keep, and all the rest of them are in these plastic sleeves that are about I don't know 
four inches by four inches, maybe smaller. I don't know how big is a DVD, you know, whatever. Um, and I've moved these DVDs. Let's see, three times in the last three years, four, three times in the last four years. And I've not touched them the entire time. They just sit in these boxes under my, lined up all the way across under my couch. And I just think I've been thinking like, it's just time to, to get rid of them. Like I'm not going to ever watch these again. Every movie I've, I want to watch again. I have it digitally. Uh-huh. I have a Plex server so I can just like fucking turn on my Apple TV. And if I want to watch Ghostbusters, I don't have to go find the DVD for it. I just literally hold a button for my Apple TV and say Ghostbusters <laughs> and it finds it. Uh-huh. And I don't know. So, my 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 dilemma as i stated on the group was that i don't, i don't really i don't know what to do with them because i could just throw them away and honestly tomorrow if i did it right now i wouldn't give a shit yeah but it's the it's that hurdle of throwing something away that i spent so long buying i yeah. mean these are you know and these these are a lot of them are big lots bullshit from over the years but still it's a collection it's like, you, it you is. put time in it, and it becomes like a a, a, um, a part of you, like a, you know, this is your thing. I have so many books, VHS tapes, DVDs, yeah. uh, and like fucking wrestling magazines and com- and comic books, and for the most part, I never look at them again. Here, especially like I'm like you. As soon as I put those fucking dvds and blu-rays and stuff in those bins and put them down in the basement never fucking even never see them again i they're just stacked away you know so instead of just throwing them away i'm trying to figure out like i don't i I definitely don't want to sell them because one dvds are pretty much worthless except for a handful and the ones that would be worth anything i wouldn't want to sell anyway just put them in your car and then as you're driving down the road like if you're driving down the interstate zing them one at a time out the window <laughs> one at a time zing um the uh, uh it was suggested maybe giving them to a library but so i looked up this and it said i could not find anywhere that the library accepts anything except books here huh. so i don't know Maybe I just need to call them and ask. I've been doing. I was doing the lazy web research because I don't want to talk to a human. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I'd feel best doing that. Like I don't want to. I really don't want to go to the hassle of trying to sell them. Like I said, maybe if somebody were to buy them as a lot, it'd be fine. But yeah. still, it's yeah. like it's like I have a hundred DVDs to sell you, and I'm not going to tell you what condition they're in because I'm too lazy to look at a hundred DVDs. Yeah. So maybe take, I'll try. Just to, take I'll them to fucking the Goodwill. They'll sell yeah. them. And, well, they don't have cases. That's the thing. All the cases are gone. So I don't know if Goodwill even wants that. Uh, anyway. We'll have so a yeah, karaoke contest, from- and that'll be the prize. <laughs> yeah. you have to I'll never get rid of them, because I'll just say Bon Jovi is the song, yeah. and all these uh, snooty assholes will say, man, I don't like Bon Jovi. Blah. And, uh, the best, one of the best parts I like was like, can't we do like, uh, can't we pick our own song or do another song? And these are the people that never would do it anyway, no matter what the song was. <laughs> Whatever. Let's not get off on that. Uh, rest in peace. So <laughs> rest in peace. Uh, rest in, <laughs> rest in peace. Well, wasn't that like, didn't, 
didn't Dolph have like didn't he shoot out like some kind of fucking look like little discs that cut people's heads off in that movie? Oh no, it was uh it wasn't Dolph, it was uh who was the bad guy? The in that? the fucking big uh, Swedish guy. We're not him. Oh, what is his name? Not Sven Oli. It's uh oh shit. <laughs> but I I'll look it up. Yeah, just go around and become a serial killer and throw those things at people's heads. Jay Billis was the bounty hunter in that, the du- the former Duke basketball player. The big white-haired guy? Or the big, well, he's bald, but... Yeah, well, whatever. No, 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 not the white-haired guy in the movie. He was the one that was, like, dying in the backseat of the car. I don't think... He was the one originally hunting the white-haired guy. Rested pieces. <laughs> or I come in peace. I, c- I come in peace, yeah. You, uh, you leave in pieces. What is that guy's name? Oh, okay, I remembered it before I looked. Anyone you want to guess? And I just found it, uh, and I verified my guess. Carl Weathers, Matthias. Matthias. Hughes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we did yep. that movie, I think. Of course, I always I say that, and then everybody on the group says, "No, I just looked it up. We never did it. <laughs> We're not going to do karaoke either." <laughs> Rolf's Rolf's the go-to. Rolf knows if we've done the movies or not. Rolf. Rolf's birthday wow. was uh, was it today? I think it I, was, don't know. I think it was today. How old is that fucker? Because I was, uh, he's uh, 38, I believe. I was in the goddamn, um, goddamn waiting room at the uh, thing. And uh, they had a, a TV show on the History Channel, mind you. History Channel about Bigfoot. <laughs> at least it wasn't Fox Snooze. Yeah, <laughs> See dentist, what I did? My dentist. They Fox Snooze? Had Fox News on. Not did in the leave? waiting Well, it was on the waiting room. But when you lay in the chair and they tilt you back, they have a little screen up there that you can look at, watch TV while they're while you're waiting in the chair or while they're working on your tooth, and they have Fox News on. Uh, Ugh, I can you ask to change nothing. it? I just, I guess oh. you could, but I was just like, you know what? I just drill the goddamn fucking tooth. This fuck. <laughs> you don't even have to use anesthetic because sitting here watching Fox News is fucking. Uh, feels like a drill. It makes my, you forget you know, everything else. Uh, the um uh the place where I get my hair cut has TVs and they they usually show um uh, uh Food Network for whatever reason um but I have seen local news once and sometimes they'll be like ESPN or something on but I'm blind and I take my glasses off for the haircut so I can't actually see the TV anyway. <laughs> Anyway, what was I talking about? Uh, you... I said something I wanted to... Oh, I know what it was when you said you were blind. I was thinking about going and getting the LASIK surgery so I don't have to wear my glasses. And Oh, when you wear the wrestling mask. Yeah, so I could wear the <laughs> wrestling mask, but then I found out it was like... I thought it would be like uh, a couple thousand dollars per eye, but I think it's almost like four or five thousand dollars per eye. Maybe I think you can get it cheaper than that now. I think it's gone down. Eh, maybe it has. But I'm not going to do it anyway, so I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I saw it made me think of it. I was watching a, a a New Japan show, and there was a guy in the audience wearing a, a, a desperado mask, mm-hmm. and he has glasses on over it. <laughs> Stan Hansen didn't wear glasses when he wrestled. But see, the thing is, I'm not going to be actually wrestling. I would just be wearing the mask, and so <laughs> I wouldn't be. I can't see. Yeah, and I just want to sit at home in my underwear watching yes. and, and watching there, Netflix in a mask. My one mask has a, there's a thread somewhere, and when I put it on, 
that motherfucking thread, and I don't know where it's at. It tickles my goddamn <laughs> nose, and that's my my one milmoscarous mask. Well, at least you have an idea of where yeah, it is. Yeah, but you know what? Just like think about how we are. I mean, as old as we are, and we're sitting here talking about the stupid shit like this. It's just dumb. Uh, I still haven't put away my Laparka mask from taking oh a picture God. of myself the other day. I still got my six dollar Superman rubber wristband thing sitting here. Haven't taken the tag, the the, the cardboard tag thing where you hang it on the the peg. And I'm like, I'm a grown fucking man. I'm worse than a grown man. I should be like a grandpa. Uh, well, Gramps, what have you been watching this week? Oi, 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 oi. <laughs> we can kind of, well, we can flip back and forth and talk about comics or whatever. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I like the back and forth. The ban, the witty banter. <laughs> yeah. Well, the banter. So anyway. Stupid. I feel like it'll just fucking. Uh, I don't even want to hit the. I don't even want to hit the restart button, uh, or even the pause button. Let's just delete, delete, delete. Okay. Well, here's another thing. My nephew and I went to watch wrestling. Yes, you did. Friday night at this local. It was a Catholic. It wasn't even a Catholic school gym, which is what I thought it was. It was this little Catholic gym. The church was right across the street. In this old shitty section of this fucking town, and um, we went there. Now he had he went like uh, probably like two months ago. So when I when we were going there, I we we stopped at this Chinese restaurant on the way, and I said, "Well, I said, how many people were at this place like two months ago when you went?" And he said, uh, "About fifty in the whole fucking gym." Okay, so I'm thinking, okay, I said, well, the doors open at six and the thing starts at seven. There's no reason for us to get there any earlier than seven if there's only 50 fucking people. So we stopped and ate at this Chinese restaurant. Well, as I have described before, since starting this new, I wouldn't even call it a diet. I'm just changing what I'm eating. Um, That's a diet. You're not you're not dieting to like lose weight, but it is it is a change in your diet. Um. Okay, and I was saying about how when, when I woke up, because I had to sleep because I knew I was going to this thing. As soon as I woke up, I ate like a big bowl of baby spinach with like some sunflowers and uh, carrots and broccoli. Oh, did you fiber up before a Chinese meal? Yes. Like a <laughs> dumb fucker. Okay, well, the, but here's the thing. Okay, when we went to the Chinese restaurant, the only reason we went there is he said he hadn't had anything to eat because he thought we would go to lunch, and then I was sleeping. So he's just gonna eat potato chips well, for the weekend. I I did break the 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 diet thing because I said, well, where can we go to eat? Um, you know, because we don't want to take too long. He goes, well, let's go to the Chinese restaurant. It's a buffet. So when I went in there, I hadn't like made up my mind that I'm like not going to eat meat or anything. Or, mm. But I just said so when we went in there, I was like, I just got some stuff off the buffet, which was like uh, General Sal's chicken. Uh, yeah. And uh, I'm trying to think what else. So then we go to the goddamn wrestling thing. We get there in Hillbilly Heaven. This And the gym is fucking tiny. They only had the little – the um, the wood bleachers that you can like push into the wall. 
Oh, those are misery on your back. Oh, misery on your ass. <laughs> and so we go in there and um, we see this guy that I work with and um, set by him. And he he just started there where and, and so anyway he knows all these guys he's he must go to they had had another event in Wheeling, which is like two hours from here the night before and Colonel Rob Parker was there who is Robert Fuller and yeah. um, they they were shooting their TV show they have a TV show and then they've also put it on YouTube so when we went they had. 12 matches. 12! Okay, wow. That's a lot of fucking a, matches. Well, that's a long show. Yeah, and so the show was like three hours fucking long. And all the guys on the card wrestled three times. Well, they were <laughs> they were shooting three TV shows. Oh. So that's what it was, was because um, – they they were working angles and everything else, and they had fucking guys over there doing commentary, which we couldn't hear. So anyway, I'm sitting there, they were, and they were doing it lucha underground style. Yeah, and I'm sitting, but I mean, Jesus Christ, this place was tiny, and um, <laughs> I just looked over and I go, hmm, wonder how many people are here, and I just literally just went one, two, and these accounting little kids who were probably in grade school, who not not probably that were in grade school. I, in probably six seconds, I counted exactly 50 people. Exactly. <laughs> and so it's like a Pittsburgh Pirates game. Oh, my God. And and at least they were compact at the Pirates game. It was in a big 12,000-seat stadium. <laughs> but anyway, uh, um, I'm counting, and I'm like, duh, 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 duh. and there was one girl there who was decent looking. She was the proverbial hottest chick in the building and she was probably in fucking high school i wonder if she knew it you think she knew she was the hottest person she knew it <laughs> she was going over and getting the, her picture taken with the wrestlers and the guy that she was with i don't think it was her boyfriend i think it was just a, a, a guy friend because he was yeah. kind of a nerd and so, and these these wrestlers are like, hey, you know, and they're taking their picture with her and stuff. <laughs> and I'm sure, you know, they're probably thinking, hey, it's a rat. Let's take her. You know, maybe we can take her and fuck her or something. I'm like, you might want to check her ID unless you're, well, like Jerry Lawler or uh, who Art Bar, who's some of the other ones that have screwed <laughs> underage girls. So anyway, we went to that. But the whole time, I'm I'm sitting there and it's like grumble, grumble, <laughs> grumble, grumble. Well. It's not like, you know, when you, when you have the the diarrhea, there's no doubt yeah. about it. When you go, it doesn't matter if it's the worst bathroom in the world. You will run and, you know, awful truck stop bathroom water. But it's not like that. It's that damn fiber thing where the dragon's tail is just wanting to come out. Godzilla's tail <laughs> is straining to, so I managed to, to um, pull all of my mental resources. And it wasn't too bad until we started driving home, and then I was like, "Oh God!" 
Man, fuck that. I I, I need the bathroom in like 10 minutes yeah. after, well, uh, we after got time. We got back here, and I just pulled it around the front where my nephew had parked, and I said, uh, I said, well, I said, I'm probably going to go back, go in and just go to sleep. So I said, I'll just drop you off. And as soon as I dropped him off, I drove, went down my alley, went in the house, and I literally, I was thinking, oh, my God, maybe I should have grabbed the plunger, but it's down in the basement. <laughs> it was like a Pacific Rim when those giant monsters come up from the depths. Gross. It was unfucking believable. I'm like, I don't know how these people like get on these vegan diets or and, and these vegetarian diets. I'm like, what's going on here? You know, this is ridiculous. I am not a bovine, you know, I don't have horns and teats and I don't go moo. So what's the deal? Is this ever going to stop? Uh, yeah, you'll get used to it. I don't. I I poop like once a day. Once a day. Ugh. Yeah. Forty. Anyway, so we went to the. Is that too much, or is that not enough? What was oh, the no, like, What was no, the like disgust? Five, there? six times a day right now. Yeah, I don't. I my ass would be on fire if I had to shit five. I times think a maybe day. my intestines just straighten out and it just falls through. <laughs> you're just a worm. Well, you're, having, a lot of, you're just pushing the food well, back. Not a lot of fruit, but I mean, just like I got these little round, um, little tiny oranges. I don't like the big ones. I get the this, clementines. Yeah. And I'll eat like a couple of those at a time, and they're real sweet. Well, they're not sour at all. They're real sweet. Yeah, they're really good. Oh, my God. They're so fucking good. <laughs> so we watched the wrestling. They had a, a lot of guys that looked like just people that work at Walmart that would, yeah. and, and the ugliest wrestling tights, the oldest, ugliest, rattiest looking wrestling tights that just look like shit. This one dude came out and he looked like, um, Oh, what's that one fucking, I think it was De- a death wish movie where there was a, this tall guy, he was the head of the gang and he had like a stripe shaved in the middle of his hair um, like uh, like a reverse mohawk, but it was a stripe, and then he painted this red, like cross thing. The red stripe that he painted went down the the shade stripe in the middle of his head, and then when it got to his forehead, he had like little crosses or something. I can't remember what it was, but that's what this guy looked like. And he was real he was real tall, but he was just flabby. He was real like pale. <laughs> he his tits every time he would do something, his tits would jiggle. And then he, 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 but he didn't look fat. He was just really super not toned and just really <laughs> flabby. And, and that match was like the main event. Um, and he has, there were several botched spots in the match. And I know it was because of him, because the other guy is the promoter's son and he's the champion. But we saw him wrestle two couple times before, and he's pretty good. Then um, they, uh, the one guy, the the promoter's son, he's he had like a light blue. It looked like a big light blue diaper on. He just had the short tights on, but they were light. Yeah. Blue, and it looked like he kind of had fat. There was a couple guys that had really fat, doughy looking like thighs. Like a woman would have, you know, I'm not trying to be sexist, but I'm just saying like, 
they carried their weight in an unusual place. Yes, for a, for a, a guy. guy. And I just want to, you know, they had this one guy. He was called the. Oh. His gimmick is don't. Uh, they, his nickname is like something like the hairy toothpick. But then he doesn't <laughs> right. want to be called that. He's probably six feet tall and probably weighed 130 pounds. He was so skinny. Well, so then he's coming out. We sat right by the he- where the heels came out, the locker room. And when he came out, I started booing the shit out of You know, when, the place was dead when we first got there. And as soon I asked my nephew, I said, where do the, where do the fucking heels come out? And he goes, they come out right here, the door right beside of us. So as soon as the fucking heel came out, which was that guy. I don't know if it was that guy. It wasn't that guy the first time. As soon as they came out, I fucking let out this bellow of a boo and you've went to wrestling with me so you know how loud this place was <laughs> the one when we got scared of, of scott stein yes yes oh my god it's like don't boo him he like come over and like make us look like pussies uh, <laughs> but i went just as loud as i could and it fucking just echoed and then everybody looked at everybody's looking at me this one fucker turns around with his with the this woman big giant fat woman hillbilly woman turns around with her cell phone and is like fucking filming me so anyway, but we had a good time. And but the little skinny guy came out, and I can't remember what I said to him. And he turned around and said something like, uh, "Shut up, uh, you, you, uh, whatever." And he goes, "And I had sex with your wife last night." And my nephew yells, "He doesn't have a wife, moron!" <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> and, then you, "And then you cried." <laughs> and then I started. I did the. Um, I told him one of them came out and I can't remember what they said to me. And I said, hold, hold me back. And I fucking, he grabbed me around the waist and I was like, I was like, like I was trying to get at him, you know, it was kind of stupid. (laughs) You know, we're grown, but we're stupid. He's a kid. I'm a man. And I'm acting like that. Um, it was fun. Um, the pooping, all the pooping aside. Um, it was only like, I think like 10 bucks. It was $8 if you got the tickets early. And I said, I was thinking, how the fuck, as many guys as they had on that card, there was only 50 people there, and I'm pretty sure that everybody didn't fucking pay. I'm, I knew there was a couple people in the crowd that were like so either... To say, 400 bucks at most they got. Exactly, and they must have had fucking uh, at least... I would say 10 to 12 guys on the card, plus the ring announcer... And they had three. They got to rent the building. Three referees. I wonder if they somehow are getting the build. They're they're picking these places that they can get for free. Maybe, mm. but I'm like, how the fuck? And then I was thinking, well, maybe they're not even pay. Some of these guys, they might all be just like local guys that live within a certain radius, and they're trying to get this thing started so they'll work for free or hot dog. It's kind of neat. They have, it's kind of neat. They have TV. Yeah. It was, it was pretty cool. I, I thought it, or YouTube show or whatever they have. They had like Gangrel is going to be at the next one. Gangrel and Manny does again. You need to go to that. I heard Manny, Manny Fernandez. Like Jesus. Smoking meth or something. So God, he looks like it. He looks like shit. Well, the first, since the last time I saw him, I saw him get interviewed and, like it was almost like Jake Roberts where all his teeth are falling out Ugh. and Tom Rich was the same way. And I saw online where they said he was claiming that he has a disability because of agent orange. 
And so he goes to the, because he was actually in the Navy. He claims he was a Navy SEAL, but all he was was like a mechanic on a ship or something. And um, he goes to the, they said on this one forum that he goes to the VA and he gets all of this medication. He sells half of it um, so he can buy meth. Yuck. So anyway, Manny Fernandez. See, this is a, this is the conversation that we should have before the show. Especially, yeah, nobody gives a especially shit about the this. pooping. <laughs> but I, I we didn't I didn't wake up until just went. but anyway okay so I watched yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, something good something good well I watched a uh, 2015 movie called oh Jesus Christ I guess I'm gonna have to get up here and look oh. Uh, I've been being very cr- crickety, crickety. Uh-oh. Like Uh-oh. it's very. Uh, oh. Your joints are creaking. Oh, I'm getting very old. Uh, Mika Mike Lija, or the Fencer, and this was directed by Klaus Harrow, written by Anna Heinema, and it stars Mart Mart Avandi. Ursula Ratasep, Henrik Humpre <laughs> Sr. Okay, the gist of this movie is after World War II, um, there were. Let's see, where the fuck was this? Oh, in, in a, like a lot of countries that the Nazis uh, invaded and took over. They needed men to help fight the war, so they would like cons- conscript or whatever of uh, a lot of the local males. You say, okay, well, you can either go fight for us, or you know, I guess we'll kill you or something. So some of these people would go and they would fight for Germany. Uh, you know, not that they were like actually for the cause of Hitler or whatever. They just were trying to survive. Well, then after the war was over and Russia won. Um, Stalin was like, well, I mean, besides killing a shitload of his own people, were, were was hunting down um, these people. So he had his, um, I don't know if they, Smirsch was a sp- anti-spy thing, but what like NKVD. Uh, it was before the KGB. That's what they were trying to hunt these people down. Well, so this guy is a the the story revolves around this guy and he's kind of like in hiding, hiding in plain sight. He changed his name and everything. And he gets a job at this school uh for like little kids, grade school in Estonia, and he was a champion fencer, you know, with the little the foil, the sword, chip yep. chip chip chip. That's fencing uh noises. Shoop, shoop, shoop. Um so they are trying to, you know, get the school going and start like a, a sports program, and they put him in charge of it. Well, he um, is practicing one day just in the gym, and nobody's there. And this little girl comes in and sees him, and he's going to. It's it's really interesting because I don't know shit about fencing, and he's showing the movements and everything. And she's like, "What are you doing?" You know, and he tells her. Well, so then he decides instead of playing like kickball or, you know circle jerk or whatever stink finger um <laughs> that he he's going to teach him how to fence because that's what he knows how to do so he goes and has them all and they go and get all these sticks like tree branches and they make like fencing swords out of them uh right just you know because they're like little kids so he starts teaching them and then um he's worried he keeps talking to like 
uh, his friends from where he's from and everything. And they said, you know, these men were here looking for you, blah, 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 blah. But these little kids, you know, get to where they really like him and they like doing this and depending on him. So it's a good it's a good movie. It You know, it's one of those ones that uh, if you post the poster online, everybody will be like, oh, it says that uh, the Cannes Film Festival gives it, you know, four thumbs up or says it's, you know, great or something. It's like, well, you know, Jesus Christ, do we have to be snarky about every goddamn thing on the fucking planet? <laughs> he gives it a 7.2 Ooh. So, so, so uh, Mother freaker what? I thought it was pretty good <laughs> I watched one um, Almost a couple weeks ago And I'm bringing this one up because uh, uh, Because it's Rolf, it was Rolf's, it's Rolf's birthday yeah. And um, he recommended this one Called uh, I don't know how to pronounce it in German Abwarts uh, or out of order, as it is also known. Um, this is a 1984 uh, German, as I said, movie about four people stuck in an elevator, mm. and it's kind of like a kind of like a thrillery kind of movie. Um, it's starring four people I do not recognize. Well, three people I don't recognize. In I'm not even trying to say their names, um, but gets George. Huh? is the main guy and uh he's one of those guys you'd recognize his face he's like a big burly guy with a mustache we did a movie of his a long 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 time ago um called what out of the four you know that one out of the four people do any of them have any of them started a vegan diet uh one of the no one of they they all have eaten Wiener Schnitzel and uh, have not shit for days. Yes, so. yes. That's funny, right? German humor. Um, I don't remember I the name of the movie we did right with him. Here. Um, what the fuck did we see him in? It was something more recent, like a '90s movie. Uh, G-O-T-Z, I feel like it was, G-O-T-Z, George. Yes, oh, gets goats gets get something but we did something that he was in that i Ghost. death maker der totmacher we did that yeah yeah point. god damn that's one i can't even fucking remember what the hell that was about i can't even death and as i said rolf knows all that we've done he he knew that he because i said this guy looks familiar he's like oh you did a movie of his i'm like we did oh, <laughs> but anyway um so it's like one of them has one of the guys uh has kind of a secret of why he's in the building and then there's like this young uh, punk kid and and the hot woman and then like a real uh, punk gets, not just he was a punk he was a, uh, a punk yeah, rocker I don't know if he kinda. was a real punk 84 was a little late for European punk so he was probably just a punk <laughs> he kept playing this noisy ass uh, uh, beepy like handheld game a psychology professor um, trying to assess if a murderer is sane for trial. Here's an account of the man's motives and methods. I kind of remember that. I I can see it, but I don't remember how yeah, it ends. Or anything. I don't either. We've done too many well, the, shows. We're going to wrap this stop. poop up. Go into, let, <laughs> let somebody else take over with just one name. <laughs> Rolf, you need a job? Yeah. yeah. The, uh, so... This, this was... He would take over, and they would become like a million-dollar industry in Germany. 
Do you remember when we used to, when we would like not be able to record and we'd actually find people to record for us? And now it's just like if I record twice in a year, we're doing yeah. this. Um, and, we, and we don't miss well, a beat and don't lose anything. A, I mean, <laughs> this one was pretty cool for a for a you know uh, it obviously wasn't high budget, but it's like them trying to figure out how to get out of this elevator. And um, I mean, they don't have a like an alarm thing where the people that the alarm does not work. Um, and that's that's the the gist of it. So it's like it's and it's night, so the buildings are empty. Okay, here here's a good one for you. Okay, okay. Some what, there was a person that requested to join the group today, and I okay. added them, and we're still down three people from. Where we <laughs> <are>. <laughs> we're hemorrhaging. When we get we down, are, to, when we lose. get down to zero people, this uh, then we'll that's when we're done. <laughs> The countdown's on. Countdown's people. on. <laughs> now, um, but yeah, I mean, this conspiracy is conspiracy now because Loaf will start fucking going on there and deleting one person a day. <laughs> uh, hey, motherfucker! Armin, we haven't heard from you in a while. You're on the you're on the edge, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably gone already. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, this movie's it's good. Whatever. Next <laughs> <laughs> elevator. Four people in an elevator. Okay, I watched um, another one. Nah. I did not know. Well, okay, let me just say what it was called. It was uh, 2018's okay. Je ne suis pas son homme facile. Okay, and it's Ooh. called I Am Not an Easy Man. Okay, it was on Netflix for free. And I looked, and it said, okay, you know, language English. So I thought, okay, I'll watch this, you know. I mean, it's comedy. And what I didn't know was it was dubbed in English. It's French. Uh, and it was directed by Eleanore Porret and uh, written by Ariane Porret and uh, Eleanore Porret. And uh, stars Pierre Bonnezzi, uh, Mundali, uh, Vincent Albaz. Um, so anyway, <laughs> I know who that kind is. of what this is to give you. Well, OK, I, I always want to compare it to the Mel Gibson movie where something happens to it. He's a he's a real puss hound, you know, puss likes to get the puss, likes to chase, you know, macho, misogynistic puss. And um, then all of a sudden he can hear what women think. Oh, yeah. What women yeah, want or this something. Is is that, yeah, yeah. Sort of like that, except. Um, what it is is this guy is like that big puss hound puss you know like so grab him by the pussy <laughs> and you know whatever but he's walking along with his friend and he sees like some hot chick and he's doing the rubberneck and he walks right into a goddamn fucking street sign post and gets knocked out then of course when he comes to all everything's changed all the men act like women and all the women act like men so the women are like real, you know, male chauvinist, uh, misogynistic, and you know, um, at the at work, all he is suddenly a secretary, and this chick that he liked is, uh, of course, I say chick, maybe I'd hit my head. Um, <laughs> she is now his boss, and she in, like wants him to come over and do some work for him at at her apartment, and she answers the. Uh, she goes, go ahead and come, you know, come in. And she's in there putting her clothes on and comes uh, and, you know, she didn't have a top on. 
And then she puts on a shirt and comes in and leaves it unbuttoned and is like, you know, like some dude with a hairy chest or whatever. I, right, I right. kind of fucking got bored with it. I don't like comedy. <laughs> don't like comedy? That's stupid. It's not funny. Comedy's stupid. Uh, but, um, you know, I don't know. If you want to watch it, give it a shot. Don't thank <laughs> me. Oh, dripping with enthusiasm. Uh, let's see. I watched... Uh, so. I've gra- I grabbed recently a ton of movies from uh, the pre-code era. So these are talkies, but before I don't know the exact name of the code or but basically before movies started being censored for being too risque. Um now in these movies, these pre-code movies, I'd say they're probably like maybe like 20 27, 28 at the earliest, now up to like maybe 1934. The good old days. Right. The Gilded Age. So, but like these movies had, they dealt, definitely dealt with risque subject matter, like prostitution and, and uh, you know, children out of wedlock, drug use, blah, blah, blah. Anal anyway, gape. I watched Anal Gape, Rosebuds or whatever that's yeah. called. Um, so I watched one, I watched one called I Am a Fugitive. From a chain well, gang, yeah. mouthful of a name, and you posted a picture on the group of on a thing of a, like a illustration from a scene of that movie, which is a really neat scene. Um, but La group. I mean, well, well shot. Uh, this stars Paul Muni, 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 mm-hmm. and some other people. I don't know, mm-hmm. but it's basically this guy um, comes back from World War One. And he is, he's got like this factory job all set up for him by his family and it drives him crazy, like the noise and stuff. And he just wants out and basically runs away on a train and ends up homeless as a result. A hobo. He's a hobo. And circumstances happen and basically he gets arrested for being in the middle of a, of a, of a diner holdup. And he has an example set of him. This is a guy. He's he's a war hero. He's he's educated, but you know it's he's in like Louisiana, I think is what it is. And they put him on this chain gang, and it just looks miserable, like the fucking just smashing rocks. And they did the they did have the, the all the like cool tropes of it, which at the time it probably wasn't a trope in movies to have people singing on a chain gang and you know that kind of stuff. Um, and so. Uh, it's just he just hates his life and he escapes. So the, the the most of the movie then is him kind of rehabilitating himself and uh, the people from you know the law enforcement trying to find him. Um, and it, it, I mean it's a dark movie, not not a lot of happy stuff going on. And uh, I thought it was really good. This has been I've watched a few of these uh, of this era, these early '30s movies, and this has been the best one that I've seen so far. Um, but it's pretty cool. I definitely check. Definitely, uh, definitely uh, worth a watch. Mashy. Yeah. That wasn't Paul Muni. Um. That, hey, there's some. There's some gangster movies that fall in that. In the, uh, Paul Muni was actually was in another. Scarface. Yeah, he was in. It was like right before yeah, this one. So, he big, and he's the hero of this one. He was yeah, a big. He's um, not, uh, um, big star there at one time. Shame. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Are you done? <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> it's just faded. Everything just went to... Okay. I watched uh, 2017's 
半径の歴任術ついそし Okay, this is full、okay. metal alchemist. The I started watching that TV live、show. action feature, which is on Netflix. Again, you watch it、uh, if you have Netflix.、Uh, this is directed by Fumi, Fumihiko Sori. Horimu Arakawa. Fumihiko Sori. And it stars Risuke Yamada. Sasanda Dean Dean Fujioka, which I guess it would be Fujioka Dean. Anyway, why am I doing that?、Um, Full Metal Alchemist, I guess.、Um, now, see, I don't know that much. I, I remember seeing,、uh, I guess that, you know,、uh, there's like an anime, and I'm probably. Yeah.、Manga. There's two anime, so it's kind of interesting. The. the So, the comic and the there's two, two anime. The original one took play, like, was being produced at the same time as the comic, but they decided to wrap it up before the comic was done. So, then basically, like, 10 years ago, they made a brand new one, exact same story, but the comic had been completed by that point, so they were able to change the story.、Ah. Well, this,、yeah. this live action one, when I first started watching it, I was like, okay, I don't know if I'm going to like this or not. It might be kind of、uh, more for kids. But then when I started getting it, you know, after about like the first, say, 10 minutes of it, I started getting into it. And、um, it's kind of like a, almost like, kind of like a Godzilla movie or whatever. You know, put, put your, put your,、uh, you know, your brain on, on freeze <laughs> and, and suspend disbelief. Um, yeah. About what's going on, and you know,、uh, <laughs> like the guy actually, I mean, the people will be like, Full Metal, you need to go over here and do this. I mean, I thought like that would just be like his name would be something, which it is. I mean, it's like what's funny is in the、uh, translation, like the one, I think the one guy's name is Al, and the other guy's, his, yeah, his kid brother, the, in the, the other、armor. guy's name is Ed. So it's like Ed、yeah. and Al. Which I think I, that just kind of cracked me up for some reason. They say, it, they say it in the anime too. You hear them say, Allah. Allah, yes. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs>、yeah. that's how it sounds like it. So I guess that must be what his fucking name is. Because in this one,、yeah. you know,、um, has some pretty cool villains in it、um, that are based kind of on the、uh, Seven Deadly Sins.、Uh, mm-hmm. And they're freaky. Then you have some other people that. <sighs> the, that Are like in the military or sort of like the police or the military. And there, there at first, I was like, okay, this guy hates fucking full metal, you know, which is, is that Al or Ed? I can't remember. But it, Ed is, Ed is like, the, he's like the, the, the wonderkin. He's,、uh, he's, he can, he can cast his alchemy without,、uh, without, I don't know if they do this in the movie. In the anime, he is like, he can, he doesn't have to draw the circle. Right, right, right. Yeah, ground, he doesn't, he he doesn't just, have to. And they're looking for the Philosopher's、yes. Stone or something. Yeah, and, yeah.、Um, but he is this little guy, and like, a lot of people seem to not like him. Like, he's kind of, like, either they think he's kind of a douche or, or he's a <laughs> showboat or an asshole or whatever. But then it ends up like some of those people end up having fucking power, like、uh, different、in、kinds the, of powers. 
Yeah, in the anime, it's like there's a they're all they're all part of the army basically, and Full Metal is like a rank or something. And and they are like they're not soldiers, but they are part. They are government employees, Mm -hmm. and they all have different jobs or whatever. But Alan is Alan Ed, (laughs) Alan Alan Ed. Um, they uh, yeah, they have other reasons for being there. But I I actually enjoyed this, and I now it's kind of like we were talking when you saw that I was watching this, you know, um, do I want to go and watch the anime first, or do I want to? read the manga or whatever and and i just i just started watching it. i was like oh, fuck it i've got it i might as well i'll just fucking watch it it's fairly long the movie is but it was like i said it's pretty good it's like i said if if you watch it and um you can just kind of get into the world that they live in you know just let, just yeah. hey just let yourself go daddy-o it's, it's kind of neat it's so, like a it's like a it's like a it's like an alternate mid century kind of at least it was it seems that way like almost like they're almost like seem like they're in early Nazi Germany at first ah. with the way the uniforms and stuff they have and um but I like I'm only five episodes in the the show is the one I'm watching the newer mm-hmm. one um I'm like five episodes in it's it's like sixty four total episodes oh. so which is they're but they're thirty minutes each, so or twenty something minutes each, so it's not super long in the grand scheme of things. So, um, it's I mean it seems worth a watch. I've never read it, so I, I can't compare it to the to the to the manga. So, mm. but the show's pretty interesting. So I far. recommend do. Uh, let's see, I movie passed. Um, I did not watch a movie this week because they've either been shitty looking or. They have been called Avengers, and there's only front row seats available. Walker, Walker. Um, but I did go last week and watched a uh, a movie directed by Lynn Ramsey, starring a chubby Joaquin Phoenix, <laughs> called "You Were Never Really Here." Um, now I don't know. I'm glad I went in cold to this yeah, I don't know anything about it I did not either and I I enjoyed uh, discovering this character that he plays as it goes along um, so I'm going to remain as spoiler free as possible and honestly if you want to see it I would suggest not even reading the the um, the synopsis on IMDb I shan't read it but basically, like he's got some he's got some definite problems. He's a, he's a traumatized guy. Comes home every day, takes his clothes off, <laughs> eats, lays around till it's time to go. He's to got work. a he, yeah, pretty much. Um, but he has a very interesting Poops a lot. profession. Yeah, um, and it's a it's it gets very like I mean, there's some like metaphorical stuff going on eventually in it where you're kind of like you know you know you're not really watching reality unfolding um though i'm reading a review on the top of uh imdb saying taxi driver for a new century which might might be accurate because it's kind of like his his background you see little snippets of um interspersed through the whole movie and it does a good job with like you know revealing those at certain times of his path that he's taking here 
Joaquin Phoenix is really good. Of I mean, I I, I think you're a fan of his too. Jack Quinn. Um. Yeah. Yeah. He's pretty good actor. And it's a it. It's a it's a pretty brutal movie at times without being. I think it might have been budgetary, also, but like you'll see some violence, but displayed in a way where it's either like right after it happened or shown via like a security camera or something like that. Um, I, I, I don't want to give anything else away. It's definitely worth seeing. It's a, it's a, it's like an hour and a half long and it's good. It's going to be one of those films that some people are going to leave like, what the fuck did I just watch? Ah, I like those um, kind of movies, but it's good. I, I enjoy it. I, I enjoyed it. Very good. I was never there, or I'm never... You were never really he, here. <laughs> he was never really here, or I was never really here. Something. You, you were never really here. We're never really oh, here. Okay. All right, but, um, 2017, this one isn't a foreign language film, so you don't get the treat of hearing me pronounce anything other than it's called Blood Money. Rated R? <laughs> I like the way you said what? that. <laughs> Blood Money. Blood Money. Or blue the money. Um, oh, okay. I forgot. I knew there was something where we do a stupid voice while we read something, and that's coming up. Oh, the yeah. synopsis. Uh, this was directed by Lucky McKee. Lucky McKee. Isn't I've heard that fucking name before. What the hell else did he do? Lucky McKee. Lucky. I don't recognize McKee. that name. I seem to recognize that from somewhere. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. What the, is there somebody else named Lucky? Oh, he did. No, he didn't do any. Well, he did that red uh, with Tom Sizemore and Brian Cox about the where Sizemore's kids kill Brian Cox's dog. I don't. That's, I've never seen. I that. thought we. Well, maybe we didn't cover. We didn't do that. We probably don't cover anything. <laughs> um. Anyway, this is called Blood. Maybe you're thinking of Logan Lucky with Channing Tatum. <sighs> um. <laughs> you just said the um that name. Anyway. Uh, the stars Alar Coltrane, Willa Fitzgerald, Jacob Artist, and John Cusack. Oh, um, I like the Cusack. Yeah. Well, okay, even from the, the box cover art, if you see that, you'll kind of get the gist of what this is, which is some young people out in the woods and some crazy fucking dude hunting them, chasing them. Um, so I thought, okay, well, hell, you know, this would be pretty good. And Cusack's usually pretty good. Good, uh, liberal fucking, uh, tree hugging pussy. Um, so anyway, if you follow him on Twitter, uh, he collects a paycheck in this. Yeah, okay. he does. <laughs> it's all right. It's just, it's like a below average movie, and I couldn't believe how little effort that he puts into it. He, uh. instead of playing like a character, I think he just kind of plays John Cusack with a rifle um, chasing these kids. He doesn't even act mm. menacing. It's just like yeah. he's like, okay, come on, guys, give me back what I want. Come on. You know, come on. And it's like, dude, Jesus Christ, they must have had him on set for, I would say, eh, three hours. Three hours total, yeah. And the movie probably took a day to shoot. 
He was there for a couple <laughs> of hours, and he gives it no effort whatsoever. So don't watch it. He could. I feel like he was getting like Seagal body for a little while. He there. looks really weird because he's one of these fuckers. He's got to be like my age, okay? I'm pretty sure. How old is this son of a bitch? He's in his 50s. Okay. And his hair is too goddamn black. It's black, okay? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Your hair, when you're that age, if you do not have my... Uh, he's He's, he's 51. Yeah, he's uh, like a year younger than me. Um, his hair is too goddamn dark, and he's very pale. He's always been really pale, but it, yeah. he he looks and he looks doughy. He just looks fucking like shit, like an old washed up douche. Which John Cusack, I like him in the Paperboy <laughs> when he played that creep. Um, the oh, yeah. and Nicole Kidman, his her ex and everything. <laughs> and, <laughs> I forgot yeah, about and that. And then I saw him in. Um, a movie with Nicolas Cage. It, I think I don't know if it was about the Green River Killer, or it was about it was a real live uh, serial killer case, and Nicolas Cage was the is the cop that was trying to f- chase this guy and find out who he is and everything. And Cusack was the killer, and he was good in that. Uh, but in in this, it's like what you know? Come on, man. If you're, God, what was that one that he did? The uh, it was a it was a Brian Trenchard Smith movie. It was like him and Thomas Jane. Ugh, he it was, was like a really car thing. Dri- was it like a car? Yeah, drive hard. Drive Oof. hard in my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, saw that. That wasn't very good. Uh, but I didn't. See. I didn't this. expect that one to be even good at all. Uh, but this one, I at least expected something. I mean, it's like you know, if you're gonna mm. if you're gonna collect them, maybe that's what he was going for. He wasn't. He didn't want it to be like the guy was like a monster psychopath. Maybe he wanted to just be a regular guy, but it just didn't work. It was like, ugh. Yeah. Sorry, Cuse. Cuse. Uh, the best movie I probably watched. Uh, the last couple weeks, mm-hmm. uh, one I had it was this was a list of Shamer I would say, uh, nineteen ninety three, directed by guy you might have heard of, Robert De Niro, starring a guy you might have heard of, Robert De Niro, and Ch- Chaz Palminteri. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Bronx Tale. Bronx uh, never knew what this was even, and I I I remember like a play or something. Yeah. So I think at some point I thought it was a musical and maybe the play they made out of it is a musical. Maybe that's Paul why and Terry that. was and the, I, he stars. He was the one that starred in the, in the yeah. play. And how did Chaz Paul and Terry not, how was he not in the in Sopranos? Like every guy that played some kind of mob guy in the eighties, in the eighties yeah. was fucking somewhere even if it was just to die in less than a season, <laughs> even Joey Pants was in Sopranos. Well, I hate Joey Pants. Joey Joe Pesci was not, I don't think. But Joe Pesci was in this. Um, so Bronx Tale is a not a definitely not a standard uh, a mob film. Although it did get me in the mood, and I was asking Zom because asking on the group sometimes is a futile effort, but. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, of like some more kind of movie set, like mob movie set. Like 
I've seen a lot of mob movies set in Al Capone era, and you see a lot set like, you know, Goodfellas, Casino, ones that feel more modern. And I wanted some that were like set, like take place in the 60s when like right before when it was like the violence was like at a high before there started to be a lull in mob activity by the 80s, you know. Um, but this one's different in that it, it's not it's not about mob activity. And I, I think they call him boss. They never even use those kinds of terms in this. But it's 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 mainly a story of this kid growing up on a block and basically underneath his parents apartment is this bar where a lot of made guys hang out. And, uh, but he kind of like, there's kind of this dual father thing. His dad is Robert Nero. who's a bus driver, very straight laced guy. And the kid kind of goes back and forth, you know, and it's like, it's, it's a very interesting kind of dynamic of when, you know, the lessons that he learns from each and you kind of get surprised by, you know, some of the things that he's told and, um, there's the whole racial dynamic that goes on where because the, they're right they're bordered um, they're in this I guess somewhere and I don't know where the cutoff was I don't know I don't remember if they said what street but basically like it's I guess between Bronx and Harlem maybe um, but it's like basically crossing under a bridge and they're in an African American uh, neighborhood where it's not safe for him to be and then there's the whole thing with the 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 black guys running riding the bus and. Uh, it was just I thought this was this was pretty great. Most of it is the teenage um, character of what was his name? Cat. They, well, he called him like what was the nickname C. they gave him? C. It was just C. Okay, I don't remember if it was Little C or um, Cala Calagero. Calagero was his name, and nobody like uh, Chaz Palminteri plays the mob guy, and he doesn't really want to call him that. So, but uh, I love the way he would describe people. There was the fucking oh. like Frankie coffee cake. With the bad acne scars, there was like some guy like the whale. Alex Pickle um, <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, and then Sonny, who always talks with three fingers, like he does the little <laughs> when he points. I don't know. I thought this was it was just really good, and it's just about this kid growing up and like maybe getting tied up in this whole culture, maybe not. And which way is he gonna I, go? I, I really, Do you think that? Yeah, I wonder I just, if it's in the play. Um. I wonder this play would be if, hard to well play I on. wonder if they added like the part about the kid um being like he meets this African American girl and can you hear me oh, yeah. okay because I thought that we were breaking up um no I was I was uh I was cha- I was leaning back too far and my back is not happy, <laughs> so I, was trying to, I moved away from I'm the mic. blood clots in my legs right now um um <laughs> I wondered I would have to check, look, and see about the play, but the because isn't it a one man show? I think it was. Uh, that would be hard to this movie. This would be a weird story with only one. But person. I, I wonder if um, I always wondered when I saw this because Palminteri wrote it, but you know the the kid meets the African American girl and he likes her, but then it's really taboo because you're supposed to hate like you know the Italians are supposed to yeah. hate the you know, the blacks or whatever. And I thought when I first saw this, that, that, uh, maybe either that De Niro wrote this and it was about his life or that they added that because De Niro was directing or whatever, because he, you know, seemed, you know, he 
is attracted to African-American women. He's dated them for ever since he's been famous. He's famous. He's only, he's only directed two things. Yeah. Didn't know that. He directed The Good Shepherd also, which I, I don't think I've seen. That was good. It's Matt a, Damon, like the history of the Galea, CIA yeah, kind of a deal. Huh. But I thought it was good. I hadn't seen that one in a long time. The, the, and one of the reasons, it, it, it was one of those ones that was on um, cable a lot. And so I saw yeah. it quite a bit. And then the thing that kills it for me now is the dude that played C went to prison for being involved in the murder of a cop. Oh, wait, was that? That was really? That, in that real really life, happened? yeah. He got on drugs really oh. bad, and um, him and this guy were robbing somebody or something. I think they killed a cop or they killed somebody. And he he didn't actually pull the trigger, but he was there. So, I mean, you know, eh, a little fucking douche. And then De Niro was always kind of like trying to help him out and get, help him get parole or whatever. And it's like, that eh, fucking motherfucker. That eh, motherfucker. You know? Help. He, was in, he was in Sopranos too, wasn't he? Lilo Bra- Brancato. Let me see. Was he in he Sopranos? He his life up. 1990. When did the Sopranos start? 99? Yeah. Yeah, he was in Sopranos. He was in... I think I remember him taking a shit in an office in Sopranos. <laughs> he was one of uh, Christopher's, like, henchmen. Well, if if it was a one-man show, it would almost just have to be Paul Monteri just up there telling the stories about... Of when he was yeah, a kid, right? Yeah, because how... Uh, you know... I don't see how it could be a play with the story that it was presented in the yeah. movie. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I watched 1946's My Darling Clementine, directed by I've seen that John one. Ford. Uh, and it stars Henri Fonda, uh, Linda Darnell, Victor Mature. It's got, uh, let's see, Victor Mature plays uh, Doc Holliday. Why am I doing that voice? Walter Brennan's voice. He plays Old Man Clan. <laughs> Ike Clinton, <laughs> you know, old man Clinton. Uh, and then you have Ward Bond is in that as Morgan Earp and John Ireland. Who else? Is in this? There's a lot of people, old, old uh, uh, movie stars in this. Uh, yeah, of course, this is a goddamn classic. It was on, uh, I just happened to see that it was on iTunes. And I can't remember if it was uh, like a deal where you got it cheaper or if I just had a, a, a hankering to watch it. It's a great movie. Love the way it's shot and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, But the one thing is it, it does not it plays fast and loose with the with the facts and uh like yeah. you know there's there's things that happen in this that never happen if if you've seen tombstone if you've seen uh the one with um a minor with kevin costner uh minor <laughs> um and um some of the other ones they they this one like even the gunfight at OK Corral, how it plays out and everything, is not at all what you know like what happened. But uh, right. and uh, it's got some a uh, little bit of melodrama in it, but it's 1946, so you expect that. And um, you know, got some bitches in there that are fucking being a little bit, you know, uh, you know, doing what bitches do and driving up, making Doc Holliday pissed off. I always like you know Doc <laughs> Holliday kind of. At first, when he meets Wyatt, and uh, before they fall in love with each other, um, <laughs> uh, he's kind of you know he he's he's gonna take no shit, and he's a little bit fu- you know fucking uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> I'm saying, but I, I like Victor Mature. <laughs> I mean, he's like one of those actors from another time. Um, I'm not sure. Yeah. He is. Well, there was something that I watched. What the hell was it? Oh, which I'll be talking about here in a minute. So anyway, but he's okay. he, he's like I said, just from a kind of a different time where Henry Fonda was a little bit younger. And so then he went on to have, I mean, Jesus Christ, all the way up into the 80s, you know, making movies and stuff, even though he started, you know, he's but Victor Mature was one of those guys from like the from like the, you know, maybe like the late 30s, like almost like Paul, Paul Mooney or Muni. Yeah. Um, and this was getting I don't know if I would say it's getting toward the end of his career, uh, but he he went up into the until the fifties. And then after that, he was kind of done. Whereas like I said, Henry Fonda went on a lot longer than that. But anyway, that's uh, what I watched. Um, Go ahead. How many, how many more do you have? You want to talk about so I can kind of pace uh, myself. Let me see. Like three more. Okay. Um, I watched one uh, that I'm bringing up because when I heard of the the individuals involved in it, it made me very pumped, and then it ended up being kind of boring. Um, this is a Walter Hill movie with David Carradine, Keith Carradine, Robert Carradine, James Keach, Stacy Keach, Dennis Quaid, Randy Quaid, The Long Riders. Now, this is an hour and 40-minute movie, but it feels long. Longer. <laughs> you didn't like it. Um, I did not like this. I didn't hate it, but I didn't like it either. Um, so this is kind of following the, the exploits of the Jesse James gang. Um, James Keach plays, uh, plays Jesse James. And uh, he's, it's so funny. These guys, I, I, I like, I like that there's so many brothers in this movie, but that like, they're like brothers that don't really fucking look like each other very much. Um, yeah, but they're real brothers, so. Yeah, I know, but like you know, like I would never look I, for like for me like James Keach, Stacy Keach, put them beside each other. I would never guess unless you tell me their names. And the Carradines, especially. Like, I remember I was well, born away Carradine when I found fucking is, the guy from. David Carradine's only. Like, uh, they're ha- he's half brother to. Keith uh, and yeah, I the guess nerd. Keith. <laughs> Keith and. Keith, Keith looks. I like Keith Carradine. He seems like a charming guy. Um, But him and Robert kind of look more similar. What about Remar? Uh, Remar? Remar. What? Yeah, he's in there. I, I, did he have a no, brother? He, in there? A brother. <laughs> he had a whore oh, okay. for a wife. You're a whore. That's why I like you. Wait, Harry, Harry Carey Jr. Harry Carey Jr. He was in a lot of old westerns. Like he Wings. was. He was very yeah. old in this. Pamela. Let's see, Pamela Reed. Who was the chick that played Bell Star? That you know, again, another woman that causes trouble and gets guys to fight. Sweet um, that was Pamela. Oh, that's just she was. was Pamela Reed. Yeah, okay. yeah. Pam. Also in Kindergarten Cop. Oh, yeah, Kindergarten Cop. <laughs> Tuma. <laughs> but um, there was, um, I'll tell you, it, it, it felt like it lifted a lot from, uh, 
um, the guy whose name I'm going to f- blank on, he did the fucking bad tractor trailer movie with Chris Christopherson. Help Sam me Peckinpah. out. Peck and Paw. Like with the, some of the violence, uh, like it felt t- like it after you see the Peck and Paw Western violence. Yeah, it felt kind of lifted yeah. from that. So like it was kind of neat, but at the same time, it's like, oh, I've seen that before. And it was right. I mean, it was not even that long. You know, this is 1980. So it's not like even that. It wasn't even like homage. Fuck Walter <laughs> it was Hill. Like, yeah, fuck Walter Loser. Hill. Randy Quaid was a now, Walter big Hill's... hillbilly. Everybody else dressed like with cowboy stuff, and he like wore bib overalls, and he kind of has that goofy <laughs> look, you know. He, oh, yeah, I mean, well, I mean Dixie motherfucker. He, and even when he would be he, fucking, he would have his his farmer hat on. What does he do? What is Walter? What else is All Walter? All kind Hulk of stuff. Okay, so Hard Times was good. Driver, I think, is really good. The Warriors. This must have just been just a hiccup, I guess. For well, me, for it is it definitely. Is. I liked it. Hard Times, Everybody Driver, likes Warriors. It for you. Long Riders is just Southern okay. Southern Comfort's good. Southern Comfort, 48 Hours, 48 Streets, hours. Of Fire. Streets of Fire, Extreme Prejudice with Nick Nolte, Red Heat with Arnold. Another 48 yeah. Hours. Johnny Handsome with the... the fucking, what's his name? <laughs> Mickey Rourke. Yeah. yeah. He's sort of going... I don't know. What was that? Did he make yeah, that the... fucking... Did he make that fucking shit movie with... Um, I was going to say Arnold Schwarzenegger. With Sylvester Stallone? Yeah, bullet to, bullet the to the head. Bullet to the fucking shitty movie. Uh, what a fuck. Oh, that movie sucked ass. Uh, so, I mean, I I would recommend seeing this, but honestly, I've I've seen much better westerns around, even around uh, this time. Oh, damn. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not saying even classic westerns. I'm saying like <laughs> that that kind of the the post Clint revisionist western ear like mid 70s to to around this time it's 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 at the bottom of the heap of those of the of the good ones that came out in the 70s for me i don't think it's the greatest goddamn movie ever but i don't, I don't no 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 like i said it's not bad but i was let down after seeing everybody and of course in i like i, I like, like yeah, just the gimmick of uh you know all the brothers it's like you know that was that was that was a that and that was what pumped me up about it too so but I don't know. I, mean, it's just, it's, it's I, I was I was hoping to just be wowed, and I was just kind of like, eh, okay, it was all right. You didn't get wowed. I it was made, not wowed. Let's see, it had an eight million dollar budget. Made fifteen. It had to be all all uh, salary. It made two hundred forty one thousand in France. <laughs> yeah, go Ooh. France. What you got? I'm not even going to talk. I, I'm not going to count this. I'm just going to say real quick. I watched this uh, Janis Joplin documentary called Janis Little Girl Blue on Netflix. It's really good. Mm. Uh, and, of course, they've been talking about making her biography forever, which they kind of did when oh, Bette yeah. Midler made The Rose, but they didn't. I mean, it was like a fictionalized version. Uh, I watched a movie that you have watched called The Post from 2017. Meryl Streep, Tom Hanks, lots of people. Not a bad thing. The guy from uh, Better Call Saul. What's his name? Bob Odenkirk. Um, Odenkirk. But uh, it was pretty good. I, I, I yeah. you know, I, I um, am familiar with the story. It kind of reminded me a lot of, uh, well, sort of like all the President's Men, but you didn't have as much uh, the um, 
the reporting, like the going out and trying to get find the story. It was more about um, the, the higher ups, ups Ben Bradley yeah, and yeah. Uh, K. Graham, who um, was the owner of the of the paper, and Ben Bradley, yeah. who ran the you know ran the show, who was uh, also a like close personal friend of JFK, him and his wife, and them. I had a book on tape about uh, Ben Bradley, and it was really good. Um, I came home and watched All the President's Men right after I yeah. saw the post. It's a good movie, and I mean, it's got good acting in it. But yeah. it's it, you know, like I said, it's it's a little bit different, but um, of course, it's it's very timely, you know. Yes, <laughs> uh, very, very. So I think it's good that, but uh, I thought it was. Pretty- so a lot of people complained about Spielberg being a bleeding heart liberal after. No, I mean, no. <laughs> this is what Trump. <laughs> Steven Spielberg's a Jew. <laughs> he didn't say that, but I, yeah, I, he probably thought it anyway. He thought it's it that just conspiracy. Right now. The go um, yes. uh, the um, oh. Um, is it the Elders of Zion or whatever? Pat Healy. Yeah, Pat Healy's like in a lot of stuff. But I thought this was pretty good. I didn't. Uh, I didn't like fucking you know jack off in my mouth or anything like that. But I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> you saved that for Redford. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. Redford. I like. I like Bob. Redford. He's going to yeah. be one of those ones that when he passes, it's going to be kind of like, uh, you know, he's one yeah. of the good guys. Let's see. Uh, I just I watched one that I did not know about. Um, this is a a tennis movie. Wait a minute, I'm playing with my fat. <laughs> Go ahead. God, mine hurts. My pants are just even. My unbuttoned pants are still digging into my Got gut. Got the right elastic now. waistband, basketball um, shorts on. This is a, I guess, a 2017, but it says that on IMDb, but I feel like it kind of like sat in limbo or something for a little while because I never heard anything about it. Um, directed by Janice Metz, uh, starring some guy I didn't recognize and another guy I did named Shia LaBeouf. LaDouche. Um, Borg versus yeah, McEnroe. I want to see this. Um, not a bad film. The... I like the presentation of it. It is mostly, I would say, focused on on Bjorn Borg. Yay. I hate McEnroe. So, I fucking hate McEnroe. I still hate McEnroe I, to I'll this day. I'll tell you day. what. I'll tell you what. If you watch this, you they it, it puts a different light on John McEnroe. He's such a fucking douchebag. And it puts a different light on Bjorn Borg also. But basically, this is kind of like, uh, this is the lead up. Most of the movie, it's mixed. There's like flashbacks to both Borg and McEnroe as kids and like starting their thing. I'll tell you one thing it is like, I think both of them are supposed to be like 21 or something when this takes place. And then neither of them definitely does not. Neither one of them looks anywhere yeah. close to 21 or 22. Or, but it's fine. They do a really good job. Like I don't know this other guy, um, Severir Gudansen, Gudansen, whatever. Yeah, I don't know if he is like any kind of tennis guy in real life, but they I, they hide any kind of shortcomings these guys might have pretty well in the way it's edited. Um, uh, Stellan Skarsgård plays Borg's coach. Um, 
but uh, it's kind of like them. They're getting ready to meet for the first time in Wimbledon in 1980. And so it's kind of like uh, the lead up to it. Borg is like the biggest star, the biggest tennis yeah, star he was on the earth. Shit and at that time, yeah. he's in a place where he's just like, he seems tired of it and there's a reason for it. And you see like with the background of why, and he's getting ready. He's trying to win his fifth. He gets so much pussy. Row, he's just which, exhausted. He's like, uh, my dick is fucking exhausted. And then McEnroe is a little bit younger. And a douche. A fucking obnoxious. And it's definitely, definitely uh, publicly a douche. But like I said, watch when you watch it, you get a different kind of, and I don't know how true it is, but it yeah. was kind of neat. Um, and they're not that far apart in age, but McEnroe was still kind of the up and coming guy at the time. The, the sequel is going to um, be about McEnroe when he, and he marries Tatum O'Neill and they go out and do cocaine like constantly and, he becomes a fucking. <laughs> I would not be surprised with the way he acted, even, even like is portrayed in this, if he was already yeah. on coke. Um, but no, it's 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 okay. It's not a great movie, solid movie. It's it's better made than it is. It's more better made than it is interesting. More better sense. made. Um, yes, it's a it's I I admire how it's assembled more than I admired the like plot of it. So, yeah, I, I was um, excited it, to, to see it, but then it, like you said, it didn't really was in. I don't think it. I don't even know if it was even in the theaters or anything. Next yeah, thing you know, it's know on it iTunes. It's on. It's on yeah. iTunes. So, yep. It's uh, worth a watch. It's a good rental. I might check it out when the you know the rentals yeah. gets down to like two ninety nine instead of six or five ninety nine or whatever when yeah. they first come out. Um, I watched 2017's Kingsman, The Golden Circle, which I <laughs> was not looking forward to. I loved the first one, but I thought, okay, well, you know, Channing Tatum, they threw him in there. Halle Berry. Ugh. It's like, <sighs> there are certain actors. I tell, that have to, I'll tell you what, neither one of them No, were bad they weren't. And, um, but they're like two actors that, Jesus Christ, do you have to put them in everything? Do they have to attach these two <laughs> fucking motherfuckers to everything? The best part about Channing Tatum in this was is that he's in it there for uh, a little bit, and then he ain't. Uh, I hate, <laughs> I cannot stand, he is a fucking, he, yes, he can dance. Yes, he looks uh, good as far as his look. You know, like kind of has the rugged, uh, athletic kind of, meathead look you know but <laughs> he cannot fucking act he's like what we're talking about doing this? He, he, he he gives into this sleepy thing like he's he's putting on a voice you know? we're going down there I'm one of the one of the guys we're going to and it's fuck he does the same thing in fucking um that one with the MMA girl and MMA. Had all the um, Michael Douglas and Banderas and all them in it. Um, he does the same thing. I think he thinks. I think they tell him, okay, you know, just, just can't, you know, just relax and just, you know, go for it. And I think when they tell him to relax, he thinks that means like say your lines like you're just like half asleep. He does everything <laughs> like that. So anyway, but that's that's enough of that because the best part about that was I thought he was going to be the main like American guy, but you quickly dispatch 
uh, well, I, you know, I don't give a fuck. I don't care about it. Nobody's listening to this show anyway. But we end up getting, uh, what's his face? The other guy uh, that yeah. was in, uh, oh, he's in that team. Because at first I was like, who the fuck is this guy? I've seen him before. The other the, the cowboy guy. And he, he is in um, the um, that uh, Narcos Netflix show about the. I need to watch that. Es- Pablo Escobar. Um, so anyway, he's good in it. I, and then, it, and then it gets down to, and like, and the same thing about Halle Berry, they try and shoehorn her fucking ass in here, in there. And she's, you know, like, I always, I wanted to be, you know, uh, but they just make me, and I'm like, fuck off. They could have had anybody play that part. <laughs> fuck Halle Berry. I don't care if I ever see her in anything again. She was never good. She's got, she had a nice fucking body and she's pretty, but she's just very average. That's like in that fucking one X-Men movie where they said, you know, Halle Berry said she wouldn't be in it unless they rewrote it and gave her a bigger part. So then you watch it and you're like, it, it's so obvious that they rewrote it and get, and just shoehorned scenes for her to be in that don't even need to be in there. So fuck her. I like that, uh, Taryn Edgerton. (laughs) Mark Strong, Jeff Bridges plays, you know, basically the same guy he's been playing right, for the last decade. You know, mumble ma- or a marble mouth fucking uh, Texas guy or whatever. <laughs> Colin Firth is excellent. Um, I had a lot of fun with this once it got going because it just it is just the way they shoot it, the action sequences and everything. Um, this is the kind of spy movie I can get behind because I because you don't have yeah, to be smart. To it's all, it. and then there's there's a um, a guest star appearance that kind of goes throughout the movie that I really had some fun with. And then I found out that there's sort of like a reason why this guy is in the movie because they're going to be making a movie about him and Taron. You need to tell me who that is. Cause I don't remember who is. Huh? You want me to tell you right now? If it, is it, if it spoils anything, don't you can tell me if it spoils anything. Elton John. It? Oh, and yeah, they're yeah, going to yeah. make the, the Elton John's life story, and Taron Edgerton is going to play Elton John. So it's going to oh, be good, cool. and it's going to be directed by Matthew Vaughn, the same guy. So I think that's nice. why he's in it. But I really, I really like this. Had a lot of fun with it, uh, and and I thought they were going to ruin it for me by putting that fucking that turd and that other turd in there. Uh. <laughs> and like I said, I mean, and people will be like, yeah, but did you see? Uh, yeah, I've seen. The Coen Brothers movie where um, fucking what's his name? Channing Tatum dances in that one scene. And oh, I've seen yeah. Magic Mike where he dances. He can dance. But goddamn, that don't mean he can fucking act. Fuck him. <laughs> uh, I just got one more I'll talk about. Okay. Um, Sonny Boy <laughs> from, oh, yeah. from 1990. I don't think I've ever seen that, but I saw the picture you posted. Jesus Christ, I have no idea what the fuck I watched when I watched this movie. So let me read the summary here or the uh, the synopsis. Uh, I'm not going to do the sum- I'm not going to do the synopsis voice. Uh, a small read it town like David con boss. It- <laughs> I can't do a Carradine voice. I can't do voices. I'm bad. Carradine, a small it, it town would be kind of like almost like uh, if I t- not being able to act too. Yeah, well, I could try to do it like his voice in this because he plays a he plays a, tran- a tra- transgender Sometimes, old woman. Um, he, that was, that he's was almost like he's reading the lines and 
And he almost has the hint of a little lisp. pauses. Like like if Brando, <laughs> when they said Brando, they would have like in uh, The Godfather. When they would be shooting the scene, he'd be talking to Tom Hagen, who was uh, Robert Duvall. So if you didn't have to see Robert Duvall's if you shot it from like behind Robert Duvall, so you didn't have to see his front, they would have the fucking um, cue cards taped to Robert Duvall's chest, or they would have cue <laughs> cards, and that's the same thing. I think um, Jeff Goldblum does when P. Okay, say so like I got this thing up here, and I'm and, and Jeff Goldblum he dusts off your crane kick. <laughs> For the premiere of, and that's how Carradine, when he talks, I swear to God, I think he's reading it and he has these pauses and stuff and like he's trying to act, but I swear to God, I think he's reading and he just takes like little pauses or he can't read that well. But then people think... Oh, that's kind of <laughs> his delivery is really kind of cool, and it's like no, it's not. I think he's reading. It's it's it sounds unique. Yeah. You got to give him that. Um, so uh, a small town crime boss accepts delivery of a stolen car, only to find that there's a baby in the back seat. He and his transgender wife, played by David Carradine, cut out the boy's tongue and raise him as a mute accomplice in their crimes. When the grown, quote, sunny boy escapes and tries to make contact with the outside world, the attention he draws to his warped family results in darkly humored mayhem. So besides Carradine in really bad sundresses and wigs, um, you have Brad Dorif who has like very like hair metal hair and the whole thing. And um, now Paul L. Smith, who I don't know what the like. He's got one of those faces. Like I feel like I've seen him in like five hundred. Is he Sunny Boy? And it, no, Sunny Boy is played by. Oh, okay. Paul L. Smith is that uh, big fucking uh, Bluto looking guy. Yeah. Yeah. He was in Midnight Express. Michael. Michael well, he played Boston Bluto in is, the Popeye I, I, movie with Robin Williams. Maybe that's why I recognize him, but Sunny Boy is like. I don't even know what to compare it to, but. When I say they cut out the tongue, they don't they don't show that part. They just kind of like raise the knife and uh, and then it happens kind of thing. Um, so this kid is he's mute and you know for I guess when you get your tongue cut out, you can't make noises. So <laughs> he's completely mute, even though all they did was cut out his tongue. Um, and they kind of they like basically strap him up like uh, like Jesus on a cross and burn fires around him to toughen up his skin. Oh. And, Sounds pretty but stupid. It's like, <laughs> it, I hate to say that. But. It's really bizarre. And it's like, it's almost, it's it, it feels like a movie, like a drive-in type movie. And it's super cheap. And I guess it has memorable things. It's kind of one of those movies I'll keep around, but I might Did never watch again. Did you direct it? No, somebody. Let's see, Robert, Robert Martin Carroll. Let me see what else he. I don't know. I don't recognize. It. He directed three total things. Well, two, sh- one short, this movie, and something called Baby Love L U V, which I'm sure is great. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't know. It's like this movie was trying to be shocking for the sake of that, but like, 
I don't know if it was trying to be serious or not. Like Dorif is kind of entertaining, but he always plays like a weird fucking dude. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's like a two or a three out of ten, but like worth watching because it's so fucking yeah. strange. Um, most of the movie is that is Sonny Boy, and like they make him live in a silo, an empty silo, and they feed him chickens through a little pole on the side. But like you don't see that. It's just like they drop the chicken in, and then you just have like the hint that it's happening. And I guess like. I guess Paul L. Smith is big and fat and sweaty, and that's kind of... I mean, that, that makes... It, but, like, I don't know. Eh. That dude that plays Sunny Boy hadn't like, fucking done shit. He was, like, in a Chevy truck no. commercial and some TV shows, and then just a lot of short films. And, like, I feel like this is, like... It, it's, it was just trying to be, like, strange and shocking and didn't really do a great job at it, maybe due to budget. And but he like, plays in a movie called Dress Rehearsal where he is a... Um, I believe a trans. What do you, okay, um, at least a transvestite because he's dressed like a woman. And I'll tell you, they call it in the synopsis transgender. Mm-hmm. I think Carradine was only. I don't think he was. I think he just he still had his junk. He I don't was think he just, was. Uh, he's like. They don't. They don't ever show that, but like. I mean, he still like keeps his hairy chest and more corporal and, clinger uh, than uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Well, he still acts. He still, yeah, definitely. Well, not, no, I wouldn't say that Caitlyn, Caitlyn Jenner, Jenner but, still has her junk. Yeah. Oh, really? Like, I don't think. I don't think this. I don't know. It just seemed like he was. He would act like an older woman, but like not. Like he wasn't obviously on on any kind. Does of he talk like a like, like that, a woman, so. or does he? Is he more like Ed? Yeah, Wood? he does. Try, he kind of does a higher pitch. He doesn't do the David Carradine voice. He's kind of talking like a almost in a woman's voice, but it's weird. It's I don't even know if I want to watch. It. I like David Carradine because I think he's interesting, but he was in some shit. I don't know why he was in this movie. He didn't yeah. need this at all. Uh, and there's no way it was a paycheck. There's no it was probably to pay the bail when he got high that one time and broke into those people's house. And uh, what year oh was that? god, he was all fucked up on drugs and shit. Um, I think that was when he was with Seagull, who was Barbara Hershey, and he he looks pretty terrible. He came home and thought that he was walking, going into his house, and he went into I think a neighbor's house, and he was naked. And I've, I don't know if he went in there, went to sleep, and I don't know, just all kind of weird, fucked up shit. He was really pissed up. He, he, one thing of note, he did do the theme song to the movie and plays piano and sings the song, same song in the middle there of the movie. <laughs> so I don't know. I, it's one of those like, it's kind of neat that I could say I saw this weird movie with yeah with Carradine and Drag. He had a but few movies like that. that, that I would and then he had a couple that he – there was a, one movie uh, – it was like an ongoing project that he did about Mata Hari, the female spy. And he mm-hmm. shot the first part of it with his daughter as Mata, Har- Mata Hari when she was, I think, a little kid. And then his dream was then to wait like 17 years and when she got older, shoot the rest of the movie where she's an adult. And then there's – a like boyhood. Yeah, yeah, but I don't think he ever finished it. Or if he did, uh, there's, you know, he had like a, two or three movies, like this one, uh, Sunny Boy, 
that one and then there was one where he's uh, like a motorcycle rider a vietnam vet or something and he stops in this town and he helps him re- uh, re- restore a carousel that has like the horses that go up and down it's like antique that's like the whole story yeah i don't know but was he in anything in the 80s that wasn't a piece of shit mm. <laughs> he was in that one chuck norris movie Lone that's okay McQuaid. like yeah yeah which I was, which we reviewed, and I was reading. Yeah, for I him. was too. Fuck Chuck. Um, Q. I never saw that. I've heard of that one. Uh, the Warrior and the Sorceress. I don't know if we reviewed that, but that's not. Yeah, very that's. Good. I saw that one. That's pretty crappy. Behind enemy lines. Why do I know that name? Was that that Vietnam one that was oh, pretty shitty? P O W the Escape. Yeah, I that, that was on crappy. VHS I saw that in the theater. More. <laughs> armed response i think i might have that on vhs too and i've never seen it yep i have that on vhs also uh run for your life warlords that can't be good either oh god that i'm not sure bad. david carradine ever really did any uh, with the exception of that woody guthrie movie that got nominated for an oscar well he made that one movie with um the serpent's egg with um oh the director uh what's his name the goddamn um, fucking Jesus Christ! Now I'm gonna have to look it up. Ingmar Bergman, Bergman, yeah. And it was it was okay. I mean, you know, it was a Bergman movie, but I mean, well, he was in Death Race, yeah, which was really it was good. Candy, you know, kind of fun movie. Circle of Iron was okay. That was the one that was Bruce Lee's project yeah. before he died. That one was all right. I never saw Cannonball wasn't bad. That was the one that was sort of like Cannonball Run kind of a movie before Cannonball Run. Yeah. But like after Long Riders, it was like yeah. nothing. Great Lady Down was good. That was a submarine movie, which we will be talking about here shortly. Uh, anyway, let's it. see. I got uh, <laughs> I, re- I watched um, 2016's The Fourth Company or La Fore Campagna. Uh, and this is on Netflix Instant. Um, it's a movie made in Mexico and it's about a Mexican prison and they start an American football team. They have like an American football league. And when I first saw the thing, Mm -hmm. I thought, okay, this is going to be like a, um, longest yard ripoff, but it's not, it's based on a true story. They started this, uh, football team and then the, uh, warden of the prison, um, makes the football team like the muscle of the prison. They run everything. Like you can't do anything without their say so. And then he lets them out. Uh, the The rule is if you try and run, no matter what, they'll kill like you. They'll kill your whole family and da da da. So even the the prison guards and the warden and the generals and stuff are in on it. And because it's a criminal enterprise. So they do have a football right. team and um but it's like you really it's not like the longest yard where they're in there and they the whole thing revolves around football. It's more like they're a gang and they let certain ones of them out to like steal cars and then the the prison the warden, these generals and stuff uh, or almost like an organized crime. And so they'll like, we need uh, 20 more cars or, and they let these guys out and then they have, they have to come back. And um, so, like I said, it's like a, it's a true story. It was, it was actually pretty good. Uh, and it shows hmm. like Mex like Mexican prisons are, ugh. Uh, it, that one nice. with uh it's, it's sort of like that one movie with Mel Gibson where um, 
he robs a bank and then they jump the car over the the wall at the border and he gets locked in a Mexican prison. I can't remember what that what that one was that. called. But a Mexican prison like that, it's almost like it's just like a town with a big wall around it. Except they'll kill you if you try and leave. Uh, do you have more? Or do you want me to just motor <laughs> through these? No, go okay, ahead. Okay, I watched 2015's uh, Love by Gaspar Noe, Noe written and directed, uh, starring um, Aomi Miyok, Carl Gus, Gusman, and Carla Kristen. This is reminded me a lot of the um, the movie about the two lesbian girls. Was it Blue? Blue is, Blue the, is warmest the warmest color, color or whatever it was. Yeah. That's what this is. It has it has a good story, but they actually have 110. Okay, now blue is the warmest color. They said they put the plastic things or whatever over the girls' vaginas that look flesh-colored. This right. one, they just fuck. They fuck. They su- <laughs> the girls suck the guy's dick. The guy comes. They show the cum. They show the dick with the I'm surprised they show that. Yeah, this on I mean Netflix. they show everything. At the, in the first two seconds of the movie, the guy is laying there, and the girl's like kind of like laying across his chest. He's putting, he's like fingering his her pussy with his thumb, and she's jacking his dick, and then starts sucking it and stuff. And they they fuck. They have a, a threesomes and orgy. They go to an uh, like a, a swinger like orgy kind of a thing and everything. The same um, complaint that I had with blue is the warmest color I have with this one, which is they don't need it. I mean, that's sort of like, I think, the gimmick. Um, The story of the movie is um, just how you're you're you, you know, start out in a relationship and how it changes and you go and go through all these different changes and the stupid things that happen that you do. And then you the regrets and all this and that and everything. But in between everything, they have this hardcore fucking. And um, I was telling the person that I work with, I was like, you know, I was telling them about the movie. And I said, the thing is, you you really just you just don't need. And like blue is the warmest color. The sex scenes go on and on and on. I mean, it's like when they start. It's not like if you're I explained to her, I said, you know, like if you're watching Basic Instinct and Michael Douglas and Sharon Stone start having sex. It maybe is just 15 seconds or 20 seconds or something. She's on top of him and she arches her back and they show her tits and he might kiss her or something. And then they go to the the, the aftermath where they're laying there beside each other or in the next scene. This one, when they're fucking, like blue is the warmest color, it's like you're watching a goddamn porn sex scene. And it goes on and on and on until you know they're done. And it's kind of like, you know... You, uh, there's nothing wrong with sex, and it's not shot in a, you know, arc, 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 arc way and spitting, yeah, yeah, yeah. and there is maybe a little bit of spit, uh, but it's just kind of <laughs> like, yeah, I, you know, you really, it's definitely not safe for work. <laughs> but it, it has, you know, it's got Whoops. some hardcore, hardcore sex in it, but also in between that, I could watch this movie and they just cut out all the hardcore sex shit and just kind of maybe like show when they first start doing it and then cut away and it would still be a good story and it still has a lot of 
emotion, a lot of anger, a lot of sadness, a lot of happiness and joy and all this and that. Just like I said, just all the yeah. things you go through in relationship. So it's a, it's a good movie, but be prepared. You know, you're going to be watching some people fuck. And it's not like, um, and, and like I said, in movie sex scenes, even when they would show, like say Mickey Rourke and Lisa Bonet in um, Angel Heart. They show Mickey mm-hmm. Rourke on top of her and her legs are spread and he's in between her legs and his ass is kind of doing the, the clinch cheek, clinch cheek, clinch cheek. But that's all you see yeah. in this. You see the dick in the pussy. You see the dick in the mouth. You see, you know, all that. And like I said, they'll show a close yeah. up of the guy's dick when he's coming and the jizz coming out. Okay. Um, let's see. I watched <laughs> Den of Thieves, uh, 2018. This was uh, directed by Christian Gu- Gudengast. Uh, stars Gerard Butler, Pablo Schreiber, 50 Cent. Oh, I saw that trailer. Um, I thought this was pretty good, but, you know, going into it, I had read something and I kind of, it's, it's kind of like a heat the movie heat uh but it's still good yeah. it's not as good as heat of course but it's worth watching it's it's a pretty good movie uh you know not yeah. great but you know like i said it's it's not bad good enough uh gerard butler is kind of he walks around he eats a lot in this movie while he's like doing a scene like eat a donut or a sandwich <gasps> uh, whatever um and the last thing i watched uh was airport from 1970 uh, directed by George Seaton uh, and Henry Hathaway was uncredited. They're both of them are two like older actors from like the fifties, forties and fifties. Yeah. Uh, and um, uh, the d- writer of the novel was Arthur Haley uh, stars Lancaster, Dean Martin, George Kennedy, um, Gene Seberg, Jacqueline Bissett, Helen Hayes, Van Heflin, Maureen Stapleton, uh, it's got a whole bunch of people in it. Gary Collins. Um, the, this is like a, and this was a knock on the movie is that it was a movie that was past its time. It's made in 1970, but it probably could have been made in the, like say late fifties, early sixties, even the way, the way it's directed, the way that, you know, the, the type of story it is and everything. Um, it yeah. reminded me, I was on, um, Paleo Cinema, I think, with uh, Terry Frost, and we reviewed a movie with uh, Rod Taylor, and it was a uh, Rod Taylor was the manager of this really nice hotel, and the whole movie was based around everything that happened, the goings on in the hotel. Like you had one story about a guy who was a pickpocket in the hotel, which was Walter Matthau. You had a uh, um, uh, he would like uh, figure out ways to f- get the guest keys, and then he would make like a copy of them with a um, with a like some uh, pl- like play doh or something. He'd make a mold of it. Then he'd have all these keys, so he would go around the hotel and find a room that nobody was staying in. And he would stay in it, and then he would go and steal shit in other people's rooms because he had all these keys when they were out of the rooms. And then the of course the manager of the hotel it was there was a love story with him and his girlfriend there was these rich people but this is the way airport is airport is um uh burt lancaster is the like the director the guy that runs the whole airport uh and then you have dean martin is one of the pilots uh him and jacqueline Bissett have like he's married and that's the thing about this even though 
it um like i said is he like the lloyd bridges character of sort of yeah sort of it 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 has some for a movie like i said that that is sort of made past its time uh because in the 70s things should be you know this is more like a a 50s or early 60s movie made in the 70s um but they really cover some nasty shit like you have some um subject matter that i'm not sure they well i don't know because i remember seeing a the kirk douglas movie where he was a detective in a new york police station and it was sort of like this where he was a detective and they had his story going on where he's fight you know whatever uh case he's on but then his story with his wife and in that movie um his wife is pregnant and all this shit and they do and that was back in the probably i'm thinking 50s maybe early 60s but it was in black and white and there was some uh what i was gonna say about subject matter that's kind of uh as far as covering it um there was like an, uh, something to do with abortion in that one. Well, there's the same thing in this oh, one. Yeah. And a lot of infidelity, a lot of people fucking around on their wives. And and uh, then there's this um, crazy guy that, you know, have you ever, have you seen the airport? This, no. but this was a huge hit. I think they said uh, it, it costs like, um, Say like, I don't know if it was adjusted for inflation. If it cost ten million dollars to make, it made like five hundred and fifty-eight million. You know, so it was oh, a wow. huge. Yeah, they had a few. Sequels, yeah, oh yeah, right? and it was it or was one of like the, I think one of the first. Uh, it, it maybe started the disaster movie thing there that went on for for a while there in the seventies. Speaking of mm-hmm. which, and it's a good good. Uh, little way to plug a a fellow podcast married with clickers is doing their our may geddon month starting today and they reviewed they reviewed airport 75 the first sequel to airport um but so all this month they're going to do reviews of disaster movies like they do every year i think they're going to do the new um the shin godzilla yeah i saw that he he watched they watched that um Yep. So it basically, any download of their shows this month, they donate a certain amount of money, like a a, a buck or two or something, to uh, Doctors Without Borders. So um, he was saying in a post they got up to almost three hundred bucks donated last year. So so go check out if you want to hear a review of Airport seventy five. They just posted yeah, it today. That's so. a good show too. I like the 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 clickers yeah. of the family clicker. Um, and last but not least, <laughs> okay, I explained that I came home. Had to take the car. It was supposed to take an hour, and it took like maybe an hour and a half. By the time I got home, it was two hours. Laid down, took a nap, or wanted to go to sleep because I knew we were going to be recording. Woke up an hour later with an extreme case of I have to piss. Uh, So I was up, and I thought, (laughs) you know what? I'm going to go to the theater. Whoa. I went to see. What? What? 2018's Did you see Avengers? Avengers Infinity War. Oh! Infinity War. And, and... Okay, first question. Was it crowded at it all? It was fucking crowded, which pissed me off. 
Okay, it wasn't like packed, <laughs> but okay, they had a an eleven, uh, like an eleven twenty show, and I would have yeah. went to that, but then the goddamn, you know, I'd uh, anyway. Um, I came home, went to sleep, and when I woke up, I thought, okay, well, I missed it. I'll go see it some other time. And when I woke up, it was, I think, oh, shit, what time was it? It was like noon. And I thought, well, fuck, I was, that damn thing started at 11.20. I fucking missed it. So anyway, I decided, I, I got online, and I just looked, and it said that it started at 1.10. I was like, fuck, I got about an hour. I can, I can go, you know. Do I want to go and not get any sleep because I'm going to be doing the podcast? But it would be kind of cool <laughs> to go see it and talk about it on the fucking podcast. So when I got there, you know, usually in the middle of the day, in the middle of the week, there's like me and maybe uh, five people at the most. An old lady that likes that's pumped about yeah, King Kong. Yeah, that was good. Wasn't it? That was good. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that was good. Get out of my face. Old lady. I'm still like, I love like that old sav. lady. Um, so anyway, I get there and there was, seemed like there was a lot of cars. And I thought, well, maybe some of these people are going to see other stuff. And of course, they were all in there in the Avengers. But I, it wasn't like any problem. I sat right on the end of the seat. And uh, anyway, um, I did not have high hopes because I know how. Okay, I, I'll tell you what. I don't either because I'm. I think I've got like fucking superhero fatigue. Well, there's that, and there is. Okay, um, my favorite superhero movie, as of right now, of the ones that I can rewatch, um, as far as Marvel goes. Well, maybe all of them is Winter Soldier. Um, I okay. thought that I, I've watched that one several times. It's on, it was on Netflix. I watched it again. I was like, God damn, that was good. You know, Captain America fucking kicking ass and being Captain America and all that shit. Uh, and then, you know, but okay. So, <laughs> and the thing is, I am a big fan of the Marvel cosmic universe, which is where Thanos. Well, I don't, he actually first appeared in Avengers uh, and he was trying to get the co a, a cosmic cube, which they don't call it the cosmic cube. They call it the, what, the Tesseract or whatever. Um, tesseract, yeah. Not to give anything away. Okay, and I'm a big fan of the Thanos character. I'm actually reading the now new and ongoing Thanos series. <sighs> One of my critiques of a lot of superhero movies is... They try and stuff 20 pounds of shit in a five-pound bag. <laughs> and I, f I feel like there's going to be, like, even though this movie's two and a half hours, like, they're still, they're trying to fit, fit like, 50 characters Every in Every fucking person, every character that you can think of, um, they shoehorn in this. Now, there's a couple that they didn't. And then people were like, I can't believe they didn't have so-and-so and they didn't have so-and-so. Like, I heard two different people, two different characters. And I'm like, where the fuck would they put them? They, and, and, and I guarantee the way they, they probably kept some of the costs down was is that each person had, like, their one little scene or one little line, whatever, mm -hmm. 
or their one moment to shine. So they might not have worked at and 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 to tell you what a spectacle this is. Okay, you know at the end when they roll the credits and you sit there because there's something that happens at the end. These yeah. credits went on so fucking long that I literally <laughs> got pissed. I, I felt like a fucking fool for sitting there waiting. Like an extra, it seemed, now I know it probably wasn't 10 or 15 minutes. It might have been 10. Those fucking good. That's still, I mean, that's, they that's did a long time so for much shit with, they put every, everybody that worked for in any way at all. If they had a company that did <laughs> CGI or that did art or did this or did that, they must have had everybody in the corporations name listed, including the janitors. <laughs> the janitors, the every office administrators. Person, the... Every single actor's assistant or assistant to Chris Hemsworth or assistant to Robert Downey Jr. And I'm sitting there and, you you know, I had I've just started reading the, the names just because I was sitting there so long. You're in there for like over two. You're in there for two and a half hours anyway, and then when you get to the end, my friend told me he goes, "There's something at at the end after the credits." He goes, "I won't tell you what it is, so you know you, you stay after the credits work." And so then you're, I'm like, "Oh my god, get to the fucking thing, Jesus Christ!" So then they get to it, and it was kind of like, <laughs> not that it wasn't, but if they if they would have just shown it but i had to wait so long i was irritated and the movie itself another critique is i i hate okay i know these assholes that say well if so and so okay like wonder woman in the wonder woman movie or in justice league Mm -hmm. you know gal gadot is a good looking lady I'm sorry she's attractive, and I'm sorry that I think she's sexy and that I enjoy the fact that she wore that little short skirt and has nice legs (laughs) and that as a male that I am attracted to her female form and that I want to see her wear something sexy. Okay, call me a fucking pig. It's like I said about the – the goddamn people in that Star Trek movie saying there's no reason for Alice Eve to fucking have been changing her clothes and that they just put that in there and it's so it's so much bullshit, such sexist bullshit. Okay, I think Alice Eve is very attractive. She doesn't have anything to fucking feel bad about. She looked fucking great and I, I thought she was hot as fuck. The same... I'll tell you, there's some really good. Um, what's the Scottish guy that had the late night show for a while? Uh, Craig Ferguson. Um, yeah, look up the interviews of her over the years on his oh show. Oh my god, I have. If you get on YouTube and look up like certain actresses that you like when they go on those shows, and they'll say, you know, and they'll show. They won't just show like just the outfits. They'll show the clip of them out there, and they just it's like, oh my god, oh. His show seems. I never watched it, but man, it seems it was fucking good. funny. Like he seems, he he yeah, and like I mean, sales a little bit, but it wasn't just. Yeah, he just didn't give a fuck. Ass Jimmy Fallon, <laughs> I hate that motherfucker. But like I said, the same people <laughs> anyway, that Avengers, bitched about Alice Eve in the Star Trek movie, um, when they loved that goddamn fucking Wind River, 
with Hawkeye and Scarlet Witch in it. And when she fucking goes and changes into her to her uh, snowsuit and they do a gratuitous close up on her ass in a thong pulling up her snowsuit pants. Not one person on the internet, not one person on our groups or anything has said one word about that because they love that fucking movie. And Star Trek had too much fucking uh, 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 lens flare, you know, so then they shit all over. Talk about <laughs> Alice Eve showing her beautiful fucking hot, sexy body. So anyway, but what I, another <laughs> gripe I have about that is like Okay, and what brought this up? There's there's a reason for this because I even you know okay. Elizabeth Olsen, who plays Scarlet Witch, there a thing came out on the internet that said that she was disappointed in her costume for this movie. And so I'm sitting there thinking, or she said something about she was disappointed in the costume and that she wore it, uh, that it showed too much, and blah 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 blah. So when I go see this, I'm thinking, holy shit. Because in the other ones where in the last couple movies, she was just new to the group. And so she didn't have a costume. And so I thought, well, fuck, maybe they're going to do the goddamn Scarlet Witch costume or something close to it. um, Like in the comic book. And I go watch this. She's got a pair of pants on. Pair of boots, pair of pants. Like kind of like a jacket that's sort of like a trench coat thing, and like a top. Doesn't look like a costume at all. It just looks like clothes, but it's cut down just a little bit so you can see just the top, maybe a half inch of her cleavage. Not even a lot of it, but just just mm. a little bit. And she's bitching about this. Okay. Like I said, I fucking watched goddamn Wonder Woman, and she's athletic and she looks it. But my whole one point is is okay i like seeing good looking women and they are <laughs> it is a comic book character and i'm i'm going to go to some other stuff here so i don't look like just like a sexist asshole okay when hugh jackman fucking takes his shirt off in every goddamn wolverine movie and shows off all those fucking jacked up muscles with the big veins and everything i went to see the first x men movie with the girl I was dating at the time and Hugh Jackman comes out and I think he either had a wife beater on or he took his shirt off. But that's the first thing I had ever seen Hugh Jackman in. And the girl that I'm dating is sitting right beside me and she audibly gasped. She was like, I, re- went, I remember you telling this story. <laughs> and then she looked at me and she goes, Oh, sorry. And uh, now, Okay. <laughs> God damn it! Was there there wasn't any reason for him to take his shirt off? Why does every time he's in there? Why does every time Chris Evans is in these movies does he have to take his shirt off and show his muscles? Why does this guy have to show his muscles? Why does Chris Hemsworth have to show his biceps and show his chest and show his abs? Okay, so you have that hypocrisy right there. The second part is, like I said, she didn't show shit. The third part is, she, they were t- my costume. Okay, it may have been the costume that you wore that they gave you to wear in the movie, but it wasn't a fucking costume. Elizabeth Olsen. Can- I'm curious what what I'm wondering what what was her complaint about it being. I'm I'm looking at photos of it. She like I'm curious what her complaint bullshit, was exactly. Or like it was, it was. Why does she have to show cleavage? 
Nobody else did. And and that's bullshit, too, because Scarlet Witch in these other fucking movies, they pan to her ass all the fucking time. They did in this one. Um, what's her name that plays Gamora? She's not wearing – I mean, you know, Elizabeth Olsen could have walked on the set in what she wore in this movie and just wore her clothes. And if they would have said she's just wearing the clothes that she wears every day, I would have thought, yeah, that's what it looks like. And the other complaint about that is this. As far as costumes go, why? And I've said this before, where they have to darken up everything. Captain America's costume can't be a bright, bright colors like it is in the cop. Um, yeah. In this one, Captain America is like it's all black. And I know, okay, well, but it's practical because if he was going into real battle, but it's a fucking comic book movie. The motherfucker, if it was real. Vision wouldn't be flying. Scarlet Witch wouldn't be doing magic. Um, Cap wouldn't throw a fucking uh, goddamn shield and it comes back and he catches it. Uh, Does he, he have a beard? A, yeah. And his hair looks like it's brown. He's got a brown beard and brown hair. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm, thinking, um, I'm looking at it. For no reason whatsoever, Scarlet Witch shows up and she's got bleach blonde hair. She never had bleach blonde hair in the fucking any of the movies. So what it seemed to me like was like they're making this Avengers movie, but Chris Evans is making something else at the time, and he's got so they're like, well, you know, we don't have to get just go. There's some little clip floating around of them singing like the a parody of the Brady Bunch song. Have you seen that from some nah, talk show? I, and Chris, and Chris Evans has like a brown crew cut and like a porn nice. mustache. It's really but weird it, looking. I don't know what it's. He must. I don't know if it's for a movie Even, or what. And it's in, a, in this Thor, who has like in the comics like long blonde hair, and has a a red flowing cape, and like he looked more like he did in the one with the um, the uh, dark elf, uh, Thor, dark, whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, the second, the second one, whatever. Yeah, I can't that, the that name of it. Costume looked like what he would wear in the comic in this one they cut all his hair off it doesn't even look it's not even blonde it's brown he has a brown beard he has like a crew cut that's all hacked up and his wait did you see did you see the last the most recent thor the one yeah yeah and i saw why they did that and everything i understand you know um but what the fuck's the deal with dicking around all the costumes and everything everybody's got to wear like i said before it's like the mma thing yes mma the shit that they do because they actually do it in a combat sport it works but for the most part a lot of that stuff unless you put in the lucha libre like a hurricane ranas and stuff like that that they do in a lot of these fight scenes (laughs) Nobody wants to see somebody get down on the floor. They don't want to see Loki get down on the floor in the guard with Captain America laying on top of him trying to get an arm bar. The ground and And pound. And so with the costumes, when they say, well, you know, um, it would be stupid if so-and-so was walking around in a leotard or Captain America was running around in tights and everything. Okay, then put every single one of these characters in camo uh military style camo cargo pants or or a police style military black or whatever to fit in with what's going on and every single and tony stark his armor can't be red and yellow it should be camouflage 
You know, it's it's a fucking like. There's people that fly and, and that are shoot monsters, webs and you got and a goddamn talking spells. raccoon and all this shit. Okay, so that's my rant on that. Um, the movie wasn't <laughs> bad, but you know how like um, I think you may have said this, and I felt the same way. Black Panther, how everybody was raving, raving, raving about Black Panther, and then when I went to see it, I was kind of like. Well, it was all right, but it wasn't like I didn't walk out of there with a giant yeah. boner. You know, I wasn't sitting there going. Yeah. It was that, that movie was really fucking long, and that's yes. what I worry about and they Aven- make too with long. the new Avengers movie. This one, they could have done okay. The Thanos story, and they changed some shit with Thanos too, which kind of like his motivations and stuff like that. But the whole thanos and and i know it's a major motion picture so in the comics one of the reasons it ran through all these different books the, even the infinity gauntlet yeah. story it ran through all these books plus the actual infinity gauntlet just the main books went on for a while and they built up to it that's what i that's what i've been reading um i i was hoping I'm, i don't know that i'm going to finish before i go see infinity war but i've been rereading because I never did back in the day, but I've been rereading the comics, not only the Infinity Gauntlet stuff, but like the comics that surrounded it too, that had anything kind of any kind of mention. So I mean, I started farther back when it was just kind of like um, it shows Mephisto doing some stuff. It has, uh, which I don't think he's part of the Marvel Universe he's now, a, is he? Like in he's the, a jerk. the movies. Is Mephisto I don't in the even movies? Remember anything about what you're talking about? No, I'm being no, I'm being well, coy no, right no, now. No, not in the. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> um, I got you. But the uh, so there's that, and there's um, uh, lots of Silver oh, Surfer yeah. stuff, and man, it would have been great to have Silver Surfer but or the, the Fantastic is, Four involved somehow. In in like um, the Infinity Gauntlet story, you have Thanos' quest where he's going and getting the the the, the gems and everything. Okay. Of course, like I said, it's a two-and-a-half-hour movie. And there are going to be more after this that, you know, that goes on with this stuff. But even though they had a shit ton of characters in the Infinity Gauntlet uh, story, it's a comic book, and it goes through months and months and months. You get a, you know, every month you get a different one for for a whole year, it seemed like, or whatever. And they... Again, they could have, they didn't need to have, but, but that's like, it's like, um, like I was talking about Halle Berry, you know, they didn't even need her in this, this one X-Men movie or Storm's character really wasn't that big of a part of the story, but it's like these people, that's their job. So they're like, well, you know, you got to write me a part in here. You know, so I can get some work or or everybody loves, uh, you know, uh, Scarlet Witch or everybody loves this character. So we got to bring them. We have to once once they're a part of the fucking universe, it's like we have to have them. They have to show up. They have to. Show do, up. Do, do they it's have like a uh, Quicksilver scene? I don't remember. I'm not going to tell you anything. But anyway, okay. I didn't hate it or anything, but. Oh wait, no. Quicksilver is in two different places. That's right. The Quicksilver I'm thinking of yeah, is not you have in the, the Quicksilver from the X Men, and then you had the Quicksilver that was actually in this, 
That the, was the dude from uh, Kickass. Heroes. He was Kickass. Kickass? Oh wait, who was? He was Kickass. Who am I thinking of? What was that guy's? Peter? You're thinking of the one from the X Men movie that where he goes in slow motion and runs around and everything. Yeah, 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 that was the dude in. He was in the X Men and Wolverine deal. The X Men movies where they go back to the, to the beginning okay. of the X Men and. That's right, because I remember the thing with the the building exploding. Okay. So, anyway. What, what movie was that in? I feel like that wasn't an X-Men movie. Building eh, Exploding was. was in the last X-Men movie. The one where... And why the fuck would I have seen that recently? I swear I've yeah. seen that recently. Was that in the Age of Apocalypse Age of, uh, That was Age of Apocalypse, I think, yeah. Okay. Because then the other I one, when, they, when they first meet him is when they're breaking Magneto out of jail and all those uh, prison guards and stuff come in and start shooting in that um, cafeteria yeah. or the kitchen of that place. And he just starts running around and making the bullets get miss everybody. Takes yeah, the hat off and all okay, that shit. That was in the first one. And then the second okay. one was when he went in the building and saved everybody and all that shit. Spoiler alert me. I remember. I but the, remember. But now. this this whole movie could it, okay with the, the the last Thor movie, um, I said it could have been. It really should have been two movies. The one movie should have been the real dark one about Hela coming and you know wanting to destroy Asgard and everything. And then the other movie, which was the light-hearted, funny movie, was when Thor was on the planet and had to fight Hulk and all that shit. Because it was two different, yeah. totally different tones, two different movies that they sandwiched together with two totally different tones. The Hella thing was so dark and nasty and everything, but then they would cut to this, you know, scene where he's on the the uh, battle world and he's fighting Hulk, and they they show Hulk's naked ass, and there's a lot of comedy. So they should have split that up into two. <laughs> this one, they could have. This one, you know, they could have definitely broke it up. Too many fucking characters. And then they have... Okay, another pet peeve that I had about these Avengers movies is they have so many heroes, like on the team, that they have to have a villain or villains that have a lot of cannon fodder toadies. Like in the comic Ultron, for the most part, when I would see Ultron in the comics growing up, he was one robot guy that Hank Pym created that was made out of adamantium and so it took all the Avengers together to fight this one guy well then they do you know Age of Ultron which is this is the way it was in the comics he has all these lesser I mean like I said Ultron was supposed to be made of adamantium but the goddamn motherfuckers in Age of Ultron all the thousands of Ultrons that he creates must have been made out of pop cans, <laughs> because they. I don't know if adamantium exists in that in that one, right? Because Wolverine doesn't exist yeah, there apparently. True. So, but well, Quicksilver exists in both of them. So, but um, <laughs> but two different people though. Huh? <laughs> it was two different actors. It was two different actors with the same character. I don't think it was supposed to be. I think they're two different universes. Yeah, but I mean, it's the same character. Right, but like I mean, it'd be like it'd be like the Superman of Earth One and the Superman of Earth Twenty. Fucking right. So it's like, (laughs) 
So they're like same, but not the same. All right. We just had uh it. It always seems like uh, we have like a, a, a an Internet troll that kind of knows uh, when, when it's time to <laughs> that the show's getting along in the tooth. It happened last time, too. Um, so we had a little hiccup. So but I was saying that the the, the Quicksilvers are the same, but not the same. And um, I think you scoffed at no, me. No, you're right. You're right. Because you now that I think about it, um, <laughs> in the X-Men universe, he's living with his mom in the basement, blah, 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 blah. Do you know the Quicksilver story, like who he's supposed to be, his dad is? Okay. Uh, yes. Well, and then in the other one, they don't even, in the Avengers universe, they don't even call them mutants. They're like, they were created in like, right. I don't think they're allowed lab, to. <laughs> and they were like from some country where they talk like this. And then, of course, now Elizabeth Olsen doesn't even fucking have an accent. And oh my fucking, yeah, they showed, they showed the, she said something about, I don't mind wearing a corset, but why does it have to show my cleavage? And honest to God, I can, I, I, on, um, Pinterest, you know, all I do is get on there and look at pictures of these women. And there are pictures of her <laughs> on the red carpet for these movies with a neckline, a V neckline on a gown that goes almost down to her belly button and side tit from like, okay, from like the, the not from the side, but okay, like the, 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 when you talk about the cleavage, like in the middle, and you can see the, yeah. whole side, yeah, side of her boob. tits um to where you are it's it's she must have them taped just perfectly so you can't see the areola but you can see and and they look fucking <laughs> marvelous anyway i don't know you know it's I, just, I guess it's i guess it's contextual you know cuz she's it's in one it's 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 the climate now and two it's uh, it's the, it's in comparison to right. the other female characters in the movie who aren't showing but any. But to be honest right? with you, honest to like, God, I when I started, Black I thought, costumes. okay, they must, she must be going to be wearing something really sexy. And what she's wearing, I mean, there's not maybe like a half inch, maybe a quarter inch of the top of her cleavage. And that's it. And it's not sexy. There's nothing sexy at all about what she's wearing. It just looks like a pair of pants, a top, and like a coat. I don't know. I yeah, mean, it's getting like it's like Jesus Christ, you know. You gotta feel guilty about looking pair of knockers. You know what I'm saying? But bullshit. It's <laughs> just PC bullshit. These fucking liberals trying to spread around. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, what 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 would you if you had to rate? The new movie, one to ten, what would you give it? Mm. Like you don't seem blown away by it, but I have a feeling you liked it better than the complaints you've let on. Um, yeah, I'll be honest with you, it's, it's not something I don't think I would I want to re like rewatch. I don't think Black Panther's really one that I want to rewatch. That's so honestly, that's been most of the Marvel movies for me. That's really that's really most comic book movies now. Like I don't I, I've watched Justice League twice. I don't really care to well no, I take that back. I didn't see that one twice. I still only seen that one once. 
I saw Batman versus Superman twice. The second time being the really long one. It was fine. I don't know that I'll revisit that. I would like to revisit. This Wonder would have Woman. been much better if it would have been just a Guardians of the Galaxy movie, or just uh, maybe an Avengers movie, or just a Thor movie. But yeah, the, like the second Guardians movie, they I don't have really too many revisit. fucking people the, in it. And um, I, I, when I say when I give something a seven, that's like what I would consider like a high average. It's not. It didn't blow me away. Yeah. It's good, worth going Solid to see. Movie, but like three it's stars. long as shit. Yeah. It's it's long and. And like I said, it's just like so much stuff going on. Too many fucking people. It's like going to a family reunion. Well, I'm glad I saw, you know, Scarlet Witch. And I'm glad I saw the um, fucking, um, what's her, Black Widow and Steve Rogers, Captain America. And I'm glad I saw them all and got to see them. And, eh. But that's not what I go to a fucking movie for, just so I can say, oh, there's old so-and-so. And they're back together again. There's this one and that one. And, you know, every goddamn buddy in your extended family. <laughs> too much so you're saying yeah. a seven but i know some people seven. man some people were just like oh there's a lot of drool oh. over this one so. and then i think <laughs> some people get into that thing about like just how much money it made look how much money it made oh it made more than justice league did and uh, and i'm like i don't give a fuck how much money it made. i care about how much it entertained me and and like I said, I won't <laughs> yeah. be going out and yeah. buying it, a digital copy of it or a DVD or anything. If one, if somebody's watching it, yeah. I might, I maybe sit there and watch it. But when I walked out of the theater, I just wanted to get home. Plus, I was kind of like, you know, I did hear something about the movie pass. Now they're starting to put some regulations on it, like you can't they, go see the same movie more than once. And which, uh, which that was when I first started it. That was the rule. So when I first started Movie Pass, Movie Pass was uh, thirty five a month, not ten a month, and you could only see uh, you could only see a movie once every twenty four hours, not once every calendar day, and you could only see a movie once. Um, so they recently changed it to, and it hasn't been that for long. So it's weird that people are kind of like. Oh, movie pass is ruined when for like three years this is the they're 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 still less strict than they were the first yeah. three years I had it. But it's now it's, it's still ten bucks a month. You could still see one movie every calendar day, which is still a big improvement because if you live in a busy market, I mean that has like late movies, you could fucking watch like six movies six days in a row. Which for me that was impossible because I would have to perf- I would have to literally look ahead in time and say, okay, this movie plays at 11 a.m. on Monday. So Tuesday, I need to find a movie that starts yeah. after 11, <laughs> but not too late because that's going to push Wednesday back if God I want to watch another it. one. Which I never really did that. I think three days at the, at, in a row is most I ever made it. But still, like in theory. But st- they still have it calendar day. And I think there's a limitation on new members can only there's a limitation to the number of movies a month for new members paying the $10. And I don't know what that one is, but I don't think that one affects me because I've been a member already, but still, I mean, it's 10 bucks a month. You see two movies yeah, in a month, yeah. you paid for it. But yeah. And, and like you said, it does, it seems like it opens you up to go try new things that you might not go see. You will definitely, I like, I wouldn't have seen the Joaquin Phoenix movie last, last week when I went. Um, there's a lot of things because I really, I usually don't really feel like paying 
10, 12 bucks and sitting by myself in a movie theater. But like I'm paying this 10 bucks and it gives me something to do and I can literally walk across the street and just go watch a movie that I wouldn't normally watch otherwise. Because if I have to pay for every single one, I'm going to be fucking lazy, stay at home and watch the Yeah, and wait for it to come out on um, other means. Um, Honest to God, just sitting here and even when I walked out of there, I was kind of like thinking, I almost wish I would have went to see the rock giant monster movie i saw because it was it how long was it was it like an hour and a half or was it long uh it's about hours i was gonna say you know just something that's dumb that you know but it's just the rock and monsters you don't have the rock and everybody that was in the nwo plus everybody that was in wwe (laughs) and and each one of them getting a a joke line to throw in to say something funny i'll tell you what the rampage um it's still kind of weird that it's based on a video game but it really has nothing mm. to do with the video I played game that video game. um i did yeah, too i played too. the shit out of it i like smashing buildings not not a <laughs> yeah not a not not a terrible movie i'll tell you what the what the weird part of it for me was after i left i was like i think i got more tired of like the monster smashing stuff than i actually did like the rock chasing the stuff <laughs> i was like i think i like the talkie now, stuff better they ought in to this do movie. a um a sequel and go with the Godzilla um, kind of um, where it gets dumber and dumber and have the rock um, <laughs> fucking like f- they, they shoot him with some kind of laser or some kind of ray that makes him get real big. Oh, well, they do that. Oh my God. Giant yeah, rock would be amazing. Or if they could do a sequel and have it actually be like the video game where he the radiation makes him turn into yeah, and then, George. Or, or have a, <laughs> and then have like a Godzuki, you know, like that that little fucking I hate that motherfucker, that little goddamn Godzilla. Oh, the uh, yeah, Jinra or something like that is what he's called in Japan, the son stupid. of Godzilla. Yeah. Um. No, no, I mean, I tell you, the rampage wasn't wasn't terrible. And what's his face? Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan was pretty good. I like him. Um, but yeah, wasn't too bad. Yeah. Anyway, um, we might have to skip our, our <laughs> movie review. We've been going two and a half Bait hours. Bait and again, switch. So. Bait and switch, everybody. Nobody's listening. Nobody cares. Yeah. If a tree falls in the wood, the silver and gold still suck. If I poop my pants. Uh, <laughs> Does anybody I care? I care. I do. I I care. I'm not. I'm not to that point. I still wash. I still brush my teeth. I still go to the bathroom and wipe my ass. And um, I still like to look at at least dirty ass is the worst. Yeah, because that you when it's like even when you're wiping good and and uh, but you have like a real creamy, and and then you don't get it all, and then you're and you you start getting the itch, itchy ass. Yeah, because like the toilet paper at work oh. sucks, so you can't quite. Why do like, these businesses fucking buy such shitty toilet paper? <laughs> it's, uh, recycled it's just cheap. That's probably why one one ply yeah, yeah. and it's fucking like a belt sander, <laughs> or a or a leather belt. Um. Uh. Anyway, the uh, I guess. We can wrap it up, but I was going to say, we have questions and stuff, but let's just let's save it for next time. Run, and, and yeah, before we go, Run Silent, Run Deep was really good. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we can still yeah, review yeah, it at yeah, some yeah, point. We'll, I mean, like, 
Yeah, we'll still go. Get her done. Um. Anyway, yeah, I gotta go to bed. I'm tired. Go to bed. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, not uh-oh. like an imperative, but it's like you know. Yeah, it's time. <laughs> well, um, you could always send us feed sack too. You want to do the phone six, number? Six three six three two three nine nine six zero. Or silvergoldpodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, our show is on iTunes and maybe some other places oh, shit, like we didn't Stitcher. Answer any more questions? And uh, yeah, no, well, we still we only oh, have Rolf uh, questions still, so they'll 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 keep. <laughs> They'll keep. See, what we're um, going to do is and, uh, what the Avengers should have done. We're going to break this up. But we should have did that like a half an hour or like an hour, like an hour. Yeah, maybe we could talk about Avengers. Because literally people, before we went on air, I said, I didn't really watch anything. And and you said, ah, it'll be a short one. I said, that's cool. Let's just do a short one. And then we looked down when the goddamn <laughs> gremlin fucked up my internet and it was 930. Been sitting. We've been talking for uh, three hours. Three hours. Well, yeah. the show's two and a half, but you and I have been on three. Um, a uh, silvergoldpodcastgmail.com. Uh, what else? Oh, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, silverandgold.com. You can listen to the Don't show right there. Don't forget to leave us a want. review. And leave us a great. Have we, got, have we gotten any good I reviews don't even lately? Look. Have you looked? I don't either. I haven't looked. Because if it's a bad um, one, it usually makes me so mad that I fucking want to just kill somebody. Let's see if we have any good. I'll, I'll look up that real this, quick. That'll be this our stupid bullshit. These two morons. I like listening, but these two morons just get on there and just talk like they're sitting in a in, at McDonald's or at Taco Bell talking. <laughs> Go to hell. Go to hell, asshole. Now. Leave a bad review for me, and I'll hunt you down. Remember when we cared about uh, the fucking uh, reviews and uh, um, we what was what some of that shit? Like they'd say, oh, you know, they got the podcast awards. Vote for so-and-so and blah, 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 blah. And leave a good review because if you leave good reviews, then we'll get a lot of – it's all bullshit. Now nobody cares about any of that crap because all these podcasts are going down the fucking tubes because there's so much crap on there. Nobody listens to anybody. We're on here just talking to ourselves right now. We are, and I'm like staring at iTunes, and I don't even know how to find <laughs> reviews anymore. <laughs> Wait, store? Yeah, Maybe it's, it's the store. Is it the store? Store. You got to go and look for podcast, and then put in Silva and Gold under podcast. Silva and it's Gold. Uh oh, no suggestions for Silva. I don't know how to find people. fucking. I read uh, the new Darth Vader comic from Marvel yesterday pretty good yeah it's a uh, younger darth vader yeah. and he has these inquisitors that he that that are like his uh people that he goes around with and kills all these fucking people red uh, hey i found our site what is, I, what is, what is, I was trying to kill dead air sorry uh let's see we're gonna sort by most helpful um but we're gonna sort by most recent most recent april 29th what? BTD76 says Dr. Zom be talking mad stuff. Loaf is so chill I don't even hear that brother talking on most episodes. <laughs> Wait a minute. I've subscribed to these guys like three times but that's because Apple be kind of janky and getting all broken stuff. Would subscribe again. <laughs> and then we got Andy SSF 
from a year and a half ago says, ever since I discovered Silva and Gold, all my other favorite podcasts have lost their luster. There you go. And that's true. That's very uh, true. And then the other one is that one where the guy says uh, we need to keep a diary or get a therapist. Yeah, I like so that one. We've gotten we've gotten we've gotten one review in that the last year and a half. That guy can suck my fucking balls, cocksucker. <laughs> fucking die, you <laughs> piece of shit. So you can always send us feed. Sa- oh wait, we already said that. Um, I'm going right. to bed. And uh, oh, and join our Facebook group, maybe, or leave our Facebook group so we can stop doing the show. Facebook.com/slash/groups/slash/silva and gold. Uh, so next time, I guess we will. I bet these motherfuckers give us better. four stars instead of five. Well, I mean, goddamn. <laughs> I mean, we do we do kind of talk. Give me another star. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, I lost my. We'll, we'll be we'll be coming oh, back and we'll take care of that their that that their movie. Oh yeah, run silent, run deep, silent but silent deadly. But deadly is that what it's called? <laughs> they're in a submarine and Clark <laughs> Gable keeps farting and they're like, "What the fuck? <laughs> Who did that? Was Dude, that you, old Rickles? man? I know you're drinking a lot. <laughs> I know you're drinking a lot, but chill, man. You stink." Yeah, but- uh, so yeah, we'll get to that eventually, I guess. And, dive, and we'll dive. do some Rolf questions or some other questions if we get them or something. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll figure we it out. We don't care. I'm going to bed. <laughs> so, do you have anything else? Nope. I don't either. So, until next time, this is Hello. Oot. See ya. Oot. Bye. <laughs> pop, pop, pop.